0: Six down the line. Hey everybody, welcome back. It is three D six down the line. We're continuing on with our Dolanwood campaign, episode twenty one. Uh, good to see everybody. Thanks again, um, everyone for uh, who was able to show up to the uh, live chat and stream last time. That was a super fun time that we all had, so um, hope to do that again in the future.
1: And I really enjoyed with everybody john i thought that the you know the live chat part worked really well it was really fun yeah we've we got good peeps out there so uh thanks yeah, for thanks yeah, for tuning cool. in folks
0: um, absolutely uh yeah so we're continuing on real quick introductions once again i am john the referee going around the horn we have
2: mike hi there i'm play alfric the wimpy wizard
0: <laughs> uh david is dead to us and is no is not here this week unfortunately he usually plays brother guillem the friar uh, but continue on, we've got Matt.
3: Uh, hi, I'm Matt. I play uh, Halifax the knight, or uh, fingers crossed, soon-to-be night.
1: <laughs> and lastly, Ted. Hi, I'm Ted. I'm playing Argus the Fighter. Yes, <laughs> five for
0: those podcast listeners out there. Fighter. <laughs> I've had, what, two
1: fights, I think,
0: ever? <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, last we met our intrepid adventurers. They were in the incandescent grottoes and had thought that they had actually met uh, Marjoram Driver and were returning her to the surface according to her wishes, but they knew the gig was up the entire time um, and were very cautious, and she did indeed try to backstab them in the end, uh, revealing that she was actually a doppelganger, um, which are... Very very smart players had to put together because they had picked up a number of miniature figures, two of which were identical figures of Marjoram Driver.
1: Um, so I didn't actually know she was a doppelganger, but I knew something was super fishy something
2: was she was yeah something
1: was off about did her did not okay. trust that person
2: <laughs> that was a prime example of our old school paranoia coming and
1: yeah and working and He's being, being very useful is. i and try my best to students but we are the master now <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah i was like i was doing my best to try to get behind you guys the entire time and you're like no i i'll make sure a- that after, I slip after you, you man
1: after <laughs> you i was like all right i guess it's not gonna work um that's why we don't need insight checks in this game <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> everybody's can, trying to kill you i am not a good deceiver unfortunately <laughs> um so uh yeah so just to get us uh, located where we are so uh it's the 14th of simswald which is the fourth uh, month of the year april um outside although you haven't been outside for a while it's windy and cloudy um actually you've only been down here for about two and a half hours at about 10 30 a.m right now um you have um agreed in past sessions in the grottoes where you have met the droon uh the, the drune cottager known as a cater unlight and you have peace, peacefully made a deal to try and find the gelatinous grimoire and return it to his hands which is what he's apparently looking for um uh scrounging I mean, around
2: you... he thinks. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, we'll see how <laughs> that actually goes
0: um, when you were retreating with the doppelganger of marjoram griver towards the entrance chamber you had heard out towards the uh, way off in the east. You had heard a goblin crying out in pain, and you know that the goblins are actually serving, at least some of them, had been recruited by the Gator unlike, crying out in pain. And then you heard some sort of crazy, insane, demonic gibbering, gibbering—is it gi- gibbering or jibbering? gibbering? It's gibbering, gibbering, um, from somewhere far off there as well, um, uh, like past the chamber with the with the scrabies and past the chamber, the, that same chamber with the perplexant moss. So. That was a little unnerving, but uh, uh, you had bigger fish to fry at that moment when the Doppelganger turned on you. So you are in the entrance chamber right now. You've got the Doppelganger's uh, body is at your feet. It has um, uh, returned to its original grayish uh, alien-like shape. Um, You have gotten the goods out uh, that was in its pouch. You have a number of uh, dead sprites which are littering the floor that have been poisoned by goblins and there was like three or four of them i can't remember how many but they basically snuck around the side and beat ass eastwards uh whenever uh, violence started to uh to rear its ugly head here in the chamber so there is the sunlight that is like beaming down on that pool of water um the waterfall is drowning out most noise and you've got those slick steps slick steps leading back upwards um mike you had or alfric i should say uh two things from you um uh, first of all tell me your in- intelligence score
2: my intelligence is a massive hefty 16. 16 okay and you
0: you cast a spell but what, what do you have left
2: i have a sleep spell left
0: sleep okay cool uh cool noted and you i was just re-watching the last couple of minutes of our of our video last time you had made mention you were like i'm not joking i do this I just wanted to double check um, that you actually wanted to remove the head of the doppelganger. Me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that. You either. did. It was like I at the very, very, very oh, last, you, the you very last minutes time. you were like, I, what's I, wrong I, with you? Like, yeah. You even made a point. You were like, I'm not joking. I'm going to do this. And then we were like, well, we'll figure it out next time. So it's
2: next time. <laughs> you don't, I'm have, not, hold- I I have I'm have not holding I'm not holding you time.
0: to it. I'm just, I'm just wondering. No, if- but
2: I have to put myself back in what my mindset was. What? Three weeks ago or four weeks ago when we last played? And figure out why I was being such a bloodthirsty Muppet <laughs> about the whole thing.
0: Well, I think, I, uh, I, I'm i not sure of the context. I think maybe it was something about, um, uh, you know, wanting proof or something like that. Although you can't really, you, there's no way of saying, like, this was someone who was, uh, you know, uh, trying to appear as Marjoram Driver, But it is definitely a doppelganger's
2: head. Well, I think from this, from, so the body turned back into a doppelganger, right, after we killed it? Yes. So it's like a grayish alien form with, like almond
0: shaped eyes sort of you know and its head featureless
2: no nose okay I've been probed by those before mm. Mm. I've had dreams John man. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna st- I don't remember what I'm gonna have to go back and watch that episode but I'm gonna cut off its head <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> I must have been thinking something right?
2: yeah uh, oh, it's perfect it must have been a, knowing me it was a good idea it's like I just haven't <laughs> caught up with myself
0: all right I'm gonna be um, a jerk I'm gonna be a jerk if you cut off the head it's yeah. going to bleed copiously and be extremely messy. So any container you're going to put it in is going to soak through that, unless you've got some other.
2: Well, we fancy. just let it drain for a day or so underneath the wagon or whatever. I mean, yeah, you're I know, like, but you're, I what are you just conscience. holding it like
0: like Perseus sort of thing? Oh, that's <laughs> what I was I mean.
2: thinking. Yeah, yeah. No hair though on it, right? So you just kind of got to grab it by the ears. Yeah,
0: but you got to palm it like yeah, Michael, yeah. like like Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, I'm going to use one of our hatchets in the in the. Uh,
1: uh, you'll have to that. use the saw, Mike. The hatchets are in the wagon, but I brought a saw on the on Ethel.
2: Okay, that's some rough stuff. Meaty. Uh, <laughs> <nice. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> oh, <needy. laughs> I don't know which is worse. The saw right. might actually be worse. Anyway, yeah. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do that, and I'm gonna take it away from camp to do that. I don't need to have all that fresh blood spore right by our wagon. Smart. Right. So oh, wait, so, we're, so first
3: we want to drag. Or do you want me to? I mean, I, I imagine one of us will do the dragging, as we're a little more beefy.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, Pim Pim violently know. throws up into the pool whenever he sees okay. Elfric uh, saw away at the neck, and you hear Bregan up well, on. Oh, I'm the...
2: going to the woods. The big candy ass.
0: <laughs> Bregan up, uh, up at the top of the lip. She's like, "What are you doing down there? What's because it suddenly got very quiet. Is everyone
1: okay? She's like peering down. Yeah, we're, we're gonna. We'll, we'll bring the body out. We're gonna come out of the hole. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah,
3: we're 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 fine, Bragan. We're fine. We're just gonna okay. Don't be shocked with what Here's, we're bringing up. Yeah, please. she's like, oh <laughs>
1: my, as you kind of come up the steps, and Bragan uh, could help carry the body up the steps. That'd be great.
0: Yeah, she yeah. does, and uh, that's fine. And uh, yeah, she's looks a little pale. Um, Pim is uh, wiping spittle off of his lips, but you make your way back out. Um on. Da- da- so down uh, down here in the basin of Fog Lake, um, it's you know once again extremely. Um, uh, foggy and, and misty and stuff like that so it's like a kind of like a white atmosphere around you you know it's very, also very windy and cloudy so you may have remember when you approach that sometimes the wind will actually like brush away all that fog for a minute and give you like a clear view of the lake and that's sort of what happens but um, in general you can't even spot your cave uh, right now it's so thick with fog but uh,
3: so uh, John one thing I want to do I know uh, I mean they're, they're not my retainers but I know Halifax would still be invested in this yeah making sure they're still okay like there was just a fight there was just some trouble yeah but i don't think either one of them were hurt no it, and you guys handled
0: it right? you guys handled it quite well there was never sort of any issue like where they would they wouldn't think that you guys weren't capable right of, yeah uh,
3: and i i think i think he'd want to like play that up build up their confidence um, yeah, see, okay, this thing's a little weird, that's true, but, yeah. uh, you know, we've got this, you guys, you know, you guys performed well, we were all on
1: a top of our game.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. One of
1: them the top, helping stop the doppelganger from getting away, I think. I don't know if yes. it was Bregan or Weevil, but... You, well, you yeah, know, Weevil's Bregan not, was up there. Weevil's not there. there. Weevil's
0: with back with the wagon all the way on the road. Oh, that's right. Um,
3: Bregan, Bregan is the hunter. Yeah, Bregan. so Bregan, Bregan's a professional,
0: you've paid her she's not in any danger so and she helped you in that fight she's fine now Pim, um when you get back up at the top um has gotten a, a rather hard look around his eyes now um he's seen things and <laughs> it's two hours, two and a half hours down here um and,
2: and, here.
0: and as you're returning back to camp i'm going to be uh to follow the letter of the rules as written as they say and uh, a non-classed uh uh, retainer who goes down and has any sort of experience at all and comes back to the live, tells about it immediately becomes a level one uh, adventurer Ooh. Uh, Ooh. so um,
1: dun, 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 dun. for now dun,
0: dun. because he is actually Gwillem's retainer and it would be Gwillem's choice um, I'm going to just say as a default he's a fighter um, but if Gwillem wants to change that to something else um, that's totally up
1: to him I mean obviously illusionist right <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Fighter sounds good. I'll take him under my wing and teach him every, all the thing that I know. Right. <laughs> so he can be more than just like a torchbearer for you now. Um, oh, awesome.
0: Yeah. We you know what we can do. Um, well, now we should have David do it.
1: You yeah. Know, I'm gonna say like roll for
0: his hit points and stuff
1: like that. But... We should like cut our palms open and do blood okay. brother shit and everything, you know? Yeah. yeah. But it, so, my point is, he's, he's a little maybe. bit he's a little bit more hardy, a little bit more
2: brave. Um, right on. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Well, that's very cool. All right. So now we have to have like, a logistics discussion. So Absolutely. we can do this while I'm off sawing the doppelganger into bits in the wood. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if any if doppelganger bits are worth anything for magical components. Is that mm. a thing?
0: We can make it a thing.
2: I, I would like to maybe take its tongue and its eyes. It's, and- it's a lying
3: down. Now, tongue. I. Now I would think now this is just me, like if their whole magic is like changing like their their skin, maybe their skin is something that's worth a
2: lot. Maybe Ooh, take it out, like, like a cloth of skin. Exactly. You oh. In a while. <laughs> <laughs>
1: as I, to, yeah, as like, I like, flay this individual. You make a yeah. suit out of it for camouflage.
2: I need some Tupperware. Do we have any Tupperware right? in that? it's it's got to have like
1: you
3: know like the um, like the you know like the cuttlefish like the cool. Are those somatophores, or something. Oh yeah, like
0: the the camouflage oh, like,
3: changing. Yeah, like you right. got to have like something cool about it. you. Uh, magic type, you got to be able to make something cool out of that, man. I buy it.
1: Six years of wizard school, no clue about doppelganger. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, cutting off a, a head, or cutting out a but cutting out a tongue, or something like that, no problem. If you actually want to like preserve the skin of this creature by by skinning it professionally, that that would require a roll. That's not going to be an easy thing to do.
2: I'm gonna do make my best try. All right. right,
0: right on. Sounds cool. Oh, you know what though? Um, actually, Bregan is a hunter.
2: Right. Is Bregan is he's going to be upset about doing this to an intelligent creature? Uh she. Uh,
1: she's is uh, not too bright. I mean, maybe she'll just sort of keep going. Bregan's not too bright. Yeah. I mean, she's but she's oh. not too
3: bright. She's a professional, right? Yeah,
0: well, she's she'll good, she'll right? do what you guys tell her to do. She doesn't like it if you want her to do it, but um, she these things are super evil, man. Alright, uh, so it's not her normal thing that she does. Now, I would say with, like, Alfred, if you were going to try to do it, I'd give you, like, a 2 and 6 chance. I will give Bregan a 5 and 6
2: chance. And I assist her? Is there an assisting uh, mechanic for that?
0: Not really. You don't really have any skills in that arena, like, at all.
2: Right. You're right. I don't. You know, You're I mean, you hold just... the lead while I... <laughs> yeah. Um, right. she, she, so she's I the agree. one who knows how to do
0: this. She's like, you know, you basically do what you gotta do, Bregan. Alright,
2: right, why don't I roll? So am I rolling high or low for a 6-sided then? you you want five yeah one one to
0: five and you're good to go
2: oh i thought it was three and six i thought you said three and six. five
0: and six for the hunter
2: bang bang nice all right cool oh, I, did, I was like i was worried i didn't put it on the world thing oh no you guys could see it. yeah there's a little bit of
0: the delay uh yeah great okay so uh it's uh it's rough work man <laughs> it's rough work it's like that scene in game of thrones with tywin skinning the deer right except it's like a humanoid form um, but she manages to pull off uh, the skin cleanly, and now it's a matter of what to do with it, sort of. But, yeah. You've got
2: Wrap double skin. Wrap it up. It. Worse, worst the... case scenario, would make
1: a hat. Uh,
0: Argus, if you're taking care of encumbrance, um, it's going to be a two-slot item.
1: Alright, so I'm taking one of the large sacks from uh, Ethel, and uh, we will put... <laughs> this is so gross. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> grow <laughs> up <laughs> top <of glancing>. skin <laughs> okay it's on the mule who is super dubious about it yeah <laughs> doesn't quite know <laughs> what like. uh, you look maybe we should don't be, actually put it on the mule right this minute but on the yeah, way should home be like
3: hang it out or something try like, it. It. It,
0: like uh, it smoke
1: it
3: <laughs> <laughs> well no they
0: don't have any hair or anything do they uh, no. It's very smooth. Yeah. It's yeah, almost like a... It's like, uh...
2: Yeah. Like a frog skin.
1: Right. Yeah. Gross. Alright, well, I've got it marked on Ethel. Okay. Um, And we're down to two large sacks.
2: I've got one large sack, too. I have two large sacks as well.
1: Yeah, I've got some on me. I just have spares on Ethel. Yeah, just for... for so, other things John,
2: I, I think while we're doing this, I imagine this is going to take a process. This is going to be a process. That's right. right? So, we're... Maybe we just do what we are kinda of talking about the a uh, discussion that we had kinda of worried about is without Gwillem here we're like, you know, already eighty six a half of our spells. Mm-hmm. More than half since he gets more than me. <laughs> Not bitter <laughs> at all. <laughs> and uh, and uh, and then maybe I can just like, you know, camp and then reset and get my light spell back that I used on that topple
0: Okay. So yeah, that's uh it uh you know that you're you're basically it's ten thirty in the morning, so uh, you'd have to go all the way through the day, then all the way through the night, and then start again fresh. Yeah, but
2: I'm going to be spending like four hours butchering doppelganger meat. Sure, I know. I just you mean like as far as, as far as
0: as far as encounters go, at random. You know, there's more chance.
2: What did you say, Mike? Did you want some filets? Oh
3: no, I'm already <laughs> grossed out by the other idea.
1: <laughs> yeah. iron rations are starting to sound pretty good. That's you know, I'll just have some nuts and uh, hardtack, thank
2: you. I have I have some fava beans and a nice Chianti. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, so if you're going to rest the rest of the day, that's fine. Like I said, it's going to up the chance of random encounters.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. right, let's set a um, guard. And We're definitely going to have to keep guard at the uh, top of the the grotto entrance there.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think we'd want to stay, like, within view of that anyway, just so we can tell if, if yeah, the yeah, wizard but within the anything is right? But, what?
2: Matt, within the cover of the trees, right? Like, we don't want to just be right there at the top of the oh yeah, yeah yeah just, no. just
3: like just be, to no, be able to well, see well
2: to be clear there's no
0: trees down here right you're in the basin of the lake and then there's all these caves yeah. that riddle the side of it and you're in one of these caves and not only that when you're in the cave that's so foggy that you can't see like more than like 10 to 15 feet outwards from the cave oh, so, okay. um, unless you're right by the lip you will not be able to keep an eye on the
1: lip I think we're going to have to stay here um, but we can light a campfire tonight and put up the tent and so on um, oh 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 I have an idea I have an idea Okay. I have.
3: Uh, Halifax has some twine.
1: Right? Oh, you want to do a little tripwire bell thing? <laughs> um, I
3: think I wait. Do I have a bell? I think I have a bell. Let me look. Uh, I I have a ball of twine. I have a ball of twine and a miniature bell. <laughs> ding ding ding. So okay. we can we can like at the top of the stairs where it's not going to be such a you know so obvious. Set up a little thing with some sticks and the the twine and the bell. So if anybody leaves or go in. We could probably be able to hear
1: it. as bells, too. You know, tie them to the rope and clank, clank, clank when somebody comes up. Oh, we can't, but I'd
3: literally have a miniature bell.
1: Yeah. I mean, how far will the sound carry, though? If we're all in the cave, will we hear it? I don't know. I can go over there and check. You could test. But I think it's fine for somebody to just be on guard here at the lip, you know, every couple hours. Oh, we,
3: we I mean, we should do that anyway, but we may or may not see
1: because it's too far. Oh, you mean on guard at the lip of the at tent? At the lip of the grotto. Oh, okay. And you know, every two hours we swap out, you know?
0: Okay. That's totally fine. Um, yeah. All right. So, so you can you, be in the tent
1: and the other two people. What is there? There's three right, I will, will stow my away.
3: twine and my belt.
1: Well, I think it's a great idea. In case <laughs> Do There's you have, like, um, out there, whatever, but
3: oh, you know, yeah, yeah, let's do it anyway, just in case yeah. we have to go take a leak or something. Yeah, Right.
0: okay, so you, uh, do you, are, are any of you guys hurt? Are any of you guys less than full? No, okay, Maybe so we don't have to worry about light.
1: We got through that I mean, largely because of that light spell. We got through that on the doppelganger without her even. Right. I mean, she hit somebody, I thought. Uh, Did she hit Guilhem. No, she hit Guilhem. I can't remember. I think so. Um, I don't
3: know if my notes... I think the only hit that landed was you hitting me. Yeah, she couldn't
0: attack even when she was blind. So... Oh...
3: Yeah, I grabbed her, and you tried to hit and missed by a lot. Nailed me instead.
0: So, uh, that's fine. So we don't have to worry about all that camping stuff. Um, I need you guys to mark down um, rations uh, being eaten. Okay. Um, Um, Let's
1: see here. So there's five people... So that's five.
0: Yeah, and then there's yeah. Ethel. Ethel needs to eat as well.
1: Ethel can't just grade just the Background the ass. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, that's fine.
3: Oh, uh, Ted, remember to mark off uh, the, the replacement shield. Because it was on oh, yeah. Ethel. Right. And I'm
1: going to be taking that since I lost Got my last it. one. Uh, thank you. I'm going to strike through the shield. And I'm going to strike through...
2: And we get that encumbrance back. That's
1: right. Uh, what do you do with
2: the
0: uh, pulpy, meaty mess that's left behind of the doppelganger? Oh, just
2: kick that in the woods. Okay, you have to And dra- okay. oh, like
3: oh, We want to bury it or something, so we don't doesn't, doesn't attract like weird animals and stuff.
2: We drag it into a cave. Yeah, I mean,
3: it's a wave, that's away from us, so that it's not gonna right. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right so you do that
3: and
1: uh uh you said we
3: prop him up like a scarecrow oh
1: yeah so john i've marked off rations the extra shield all this stuff off of ethel
0: cool all right yeah you settle down for the day um uh, as um as bregan is skinning the doppelganger um alfric is studying his spellbook uh guard the lip while they're doing all that stuff. That's cool. And we go through the day and uh, the sun passes overhead. You just hear the sounds of the forest all around you um, and the lapping of the waves of Fog Lake against the shore. Um, As nighttime settles down and you light your campfire and you start taking your watches over near the lip, um, uh, as night passes, um, you don't encounter anything and everything is fine, but you do hear... whoever is at the lip at any given time can hear like the... sometimes the the scratchy, rasping laughter of goblins down below, um, oftentimes breaking out into, like, um, uh, a violent argument of some sort, like, way off in the distance, like, it's impossible to kind of tell where it's at, but you can hear activity down there um, going on, but you don't ever see anything down below the lip. Okay. Because there's no light. It's completely dark. The sprites do not return. It looks like they were either scared away or all killed. Um, And you wake up... You wake up the next morning it is now the 15th of simswald huzzah
2: um you guys know that it's only like 13 days to my birthday right oh right. Aww. What, do you, what do you want what do you want doppelganger meat i want a <laughs> second level i want a second level I, spell for my birthday level if i live level. to the 27th of Simswald, john <laughs> i want muscle merdruj to give me a second level spell uh
0: it is collie
2: it's market day if you want to go back to pre-work um
0: and let's see what the weather is, please. If you don't mind. Oh,
3: give it a roll, Matt. Oh, I can do that. Uh, that two is... is uh, two D, One or 2d6? 2d6. 2d6. Roll a seven. Uh That is a 10. A 10.
0: Oh, it's oh. Oh. not good. You wake up and it is pouring rain outside. Uh, so the mist is super heavy. Very damp, of course. Uh, The outside the cave is a muddy, slick mess. Um, uh, It appears that the crystals in the cave seem to be deteriorating into slush at a much quicker rate. Um, Weird. And it's very, very uh, gross outside. Ethel is miserable.
1: Very sorry, Ethel. Do you think we could convince Ethel to come down in the tunnel with us, down those stairs?
2: Mm, I mean, goblins will go into caves. The goblins eat donkeys.
1: Yeah, I, I think since we don't have Gwylam, we kind of need to bring Bregan with us, which means we'd be leaving poor Ethel
2: all alone up here.
3: No, no, no. There's uh, there was the other guy. Um, oh,
2: Pim.
1: I guess we could leave Pim with the.
2: Yeah, and they can also go shelter in a cave, so they're not standing in the rain, right? Mm, yep. Yeah, okay. And there's there's a th- was there a third guy too? was you know, all the way
0: the back on the road with your wagon.
2: Oh, oh, he's by the wagon. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah.
2: And the dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yep. What, Why don't name? you find a, a, a cave that is deep enough for them to get shelter, but not deep enough for them to have, like, hidden tunnels full of orcs? <laughs> right? That never happens. That's just. Ah, never come happens. on. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> and, uh, and then they can, they can hang out in there, and then. Um, the rain will wash away their tracks and all the rest of that, and they can hang out there, and that will be a like a base camp for us, like to to go back and meet up with them.
1: They can make art out of red handprints. We the first night we were here, we did spend in a cave, so we probably already yeah. had. I mean, yeah, maybe yeah. that's where Pim and Weevil or uh, Pim and Bregan slept last night. I don't know, but that right. sounds good. So let's Wait. leave Pim with the, with Ethel. No,
0: you with guys, you guys slept like... in the cave. It's just whenever watch time happened, one person would go out to the lip and
1: right. and
2: watch. Oh, time. okay, right. Yeah. yeah. They can just stay in that cave then. I mean, if they yeah. want, they can go cut some underbrush and put it in front of the cave entrance or something. That's a hide a little bit.
3: Up in. Okay.
2: Okay. So yeah, I think we're have... back down. Yeah. I don't want to bring them down there just because they're going to get eaten. So.
1: Yeah, it's fine. We leave Pim and, and Ethel up here. It's great. Okay. Um, right.
3: So so Pim and Ethel will stay up. We're going to bring break it down. Cover cover us with the bow.
1: Yes okay and then the question is we go down the stairs we go into those rooms can you see the map on the screen there mike and yeah you guys want to go back to the rainbow room and keep trying the path we were taking when we ran into the doppelganger or do you want to try something different
2: well Um, you know one thing that we had talked about was following um unlight down and letting him go through like all the encounters and springing all the traps and then looting his corpse and taking his grimoire. So he went through the carved door, right? Um the, yeah. the
3: nose mountain room. Yeah, we heard him go like south by the uh uh mm-hmm. skate scrapies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh I I don't know. I like, I I don't know if it was a trap that they tripped and it's done, or there's just a horrible thing that will eat us all because it ate them too. Well the goblins were laughing last night, so Well
2: the, those
3: call? were those were the ones that were like poisoning the. Uh, the sprites. Uh, the sprites. Yeah, not not. Get, oh. know, like usually, like screaming and death is like a, a thing to like a,
2: a okay. avoid. All right. Well, <laughs> hey guys, before let's go back down. At least get into the junction room between, um, between what is nose? What is nose?
1: The nose. A, the scrabies had fluid. Uh, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, so, important point for the listeners uh, and uh, watchers real quick. Uh, listeners, unfortunately, not going to be able to, to, to see this, but watchers. Um, this is uh, Ted's um, uh, translation of his own hand-drawn map of what we've been describing. So, um, this is not some sort of fog of war reveal or anything that I've drawn myself. This is uh, old school mapping on your own. And uh if anyone out there has the incandescent grottos and opens and sees the maps, you'll see how accurate Ted um, has actually uh, been with his mapping. It's pretty impressive. Um, so, yeah, uh, the, the nose room is the Scrabies room. That's the one with the perplexant moss. And where Ted drew there, where it actually becomes straight lines to the east a quarter. that's where that, um, it turns into man-made right. structures to the east with that fallen door that had, mm-hmm. right? And
2: um, what was the rainbow room?
0: The Rainbow Room wow. is a fantastic club can. in L.A. It's a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: well, that, that's
1: where we met the doppelganger. And it was yeah. like rainbow moss and those globes hanging from the ceiling. Correct. Right. And there were actual doors in the wall. And she was where that little X is, is where she was, I think, trying to get a keyhole open or something. And we said, uh, oh, hey, can we help you? And, and, it all and she had
2: nothing on her body, right? There was, like, nothing on her body. Oh, yeah, yeah there we, was. Got, we got, got treasure. We, yeah, we got, got, we got loot. some stuff. Yeah, but was there uh, anything like a key or like anything like that? Let's okay. see. Beggars can't be choosers. There
1: was there was a diamond. Gold, I Remember that fifty platinum and a flawless small diamond worth one thousand experience. I mean gold pieces. <laughs> uh, yeah. So no key though. You're right, Mike. No okay. man. A lot of money. No wands. <laughs> no staff of the Magi. You keep asking about. Yeah, she had a staff, I mean, but it dissolved
0: whenever she turned back into her. Brain. That was a bunch of bullshit, right? Terrible way.
1: I mean,
3: right. I, I would be down for either going to that alcove off of the eye room or uh-huh. going through that door that she was by. I mean, just the, I don't know, like trying to step. I don't like things sneaking up behind me. So, may, like maybe going to that alcove and going down to see how that connects to the red room.
2: Okay. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I guess my my main thing is is there's no real point in plotting out just now because if we go right downstairs and we find like body parts scattered all over a room, it's going to change our thinking, right? So, yeah, Yeah. let's let's go down to the red room and then scout it out and see if there's anything new. And then I like Matt's idea of going up to the room, the eye room with the alcove.
3: It'll be kind of cool to see if anything's changed. The eye room is where the little figures were, right? Mm -hmm. I believe so, yeah. it would
0: be cool to
1: see if there's anything that's changed there. Because we took figurines out so we'll see if more appear. Okay.
0: Alright, so you uh, you approach the lip of the grottoes once again. It's pouring rain. So you're basically sodden by the time you even get up there. Bregan um, is uh, sort of uh, dancing on the balls of her feet because she's actually excited to sort of get down there. She uh, uh, wants, also wants to get out of the rain. Um, so the uh, 8 a.m. in the morning... Um, there is very little sunlight because of how overcast it is in the rain itself so there is no like beam of sunlight it's basically a complete darkness that's shining down there a, a complete darkness that is down below in the cave so uh, light sources please
3: right well, yeah we don't we don't really have
2: a holder right uh,
3: uh,
0: not a dedicated we,
2: one should we let's do a lantern because torches will go out in the rain mm-hmm. right um, and then I will put the, the knob of the lantern or the, the handle of the lantern and the crook on the top of my staff. And I'll I'll manage the light because I'm gonna have to put shit down anyway to cast a spell, so it's not like I'm gonna be hampered and trying to use a shield. So okay. I'm fine with that. She has a bow, you guys have shields. I okay. will be the light bearer.
3: Okay. Uh, should we do how marching order
2: oil do we have? Hmm?
1: How much oil do we
2: have? Uh. I have on me. Oh, never mind i only have torches on me but we have some on Ethel, don't we
3: i i have one oil flask and one lantern on me
2: okay so why don't we do this the lantern's not going to help us get down or the lantern will help us get down the stairs and we can turn it off and we can light a torch when we're inside the inside the tunnel you know i have torches
1: but yeah we we unfortunately we weren't thinking and we left all the oil on the wagon
2: we have one for Matt. So that's yeah. I, to I, have the, I have one. Okay. So uh, use it to get down the stairs, and then we'll light torches.
3: That's yeah. fine. And then I have uh, uh, five total torches, I think. Yeah.
2: And I okay. have three out
3: of it. All right. So when you uh, when you
0: uh, when you light the lantern, even for that small amount of time, whoever's got the oil flask, I need you to mark it off because now it's like in the okay. lantern. So that's right. that's gone. Uh, don't forget to oh, oil. Well, before.
1: whatever was there oil left in the lantern from the day before because we were using it. How uh, many rounds did we use it last time?
0: you true. Yeah, you had uh, that's true you had six more turns left on that lantern
1: all right so let's relight that oil and save the flask that we have okay got it and then you can switch to torches and then we'll have the oil still okay cool okay. so you
0: uh, you head down the steps very carefully down into the darkness um okay. you can see that some of the steps are still littered with the corpses of sprites um and uh, there are the, the sprites themselves are still down there on the uh the sandy uh white beach uh abutting the the pool itself everything's very very quiet down here the rain um is pitter pattering on the pool itself along with the waterfall it's uh, the waterfall well, i shouldn't say it's actually not that quiet because of the waterfall um but uh the the with uh, the blood probably blood blood would probably have been washed away from the fight um in the rain or it's like sandy right yeah but there's like there's you know there's it's open to the sky so right at least in part and of it yeah
1: it'll, like, wash and soak in and it'll just disappear yeah, yeah. but you don't see any
0: obvious uh, and i guess bregan would probably be the one to confirm it uh, she doesn't see any obvious like uh fresh prints in the sand everything seems to be um as you that's left good. it okay uh, that's good yeah so you can see like the pulsating uh, purple and orange glow it's easy to kind of step underneath the roof of the cavern just by moving a little bit eastwards where you're not actually exposed to the rain um, which right. is the direction you probably want to go, unless you want to try to swim across and go up into that, uh, that dark. <laughs> no, thank
2: you. No? Already wet. Try <laughs> to identify the poison that they were using.
3: Yeah. Uh. Are there? Are, did they drop any of like their little? They were using like those little spray cans, right? Did they yeah. drop any no,
0: of them? they, or did, they still?
2: They, they took them with them. Yeah, sorry. Okay. okay. Anyway, I'm sure we'll find them sooner or later.
0: Okay, moving eastward. So uh, now, uh, when you're moving through dungeon terrain that um, uh, that you have already explored, right? Um, you can. We well, can always decide to do this, but um, if if you're confident that you know the way, like there's no problem, and you you feel confident that you can handle what's coming at you, you can move um, at double your normal uh, exploration rate if you like. If you do though, that means you're moving like carelessly. So, which means that there will be no checking for traps; like they will automatically be sprung, and um, there's and you're moving uh, also noisily, so that uh, there would be more chance of random encounters.
2: Yeah, you, it seems like a terrible
3: idea. But I, you... I'm down with, I'm down with moving loudly until we get to
2: the red room, and then slowing down. No, man, I think we, huh? no, no, because we don't know what has changed. So let's just ninja up to that red room in case there's like a whole bunch of goblins in there that are just hanging okay. out with spray cans full of poison. Okay, slow
3: and steady, slow and steady. Um, Mm -hmm. One question I have, John. I remember you had described like pulses of color. Yeah, is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, in this quarter, have those have those changed? Like, does that pulsing seem to be the same? No,
0: that seems to be the same. Um, I think it was Elfric who actually, in this quarter, looked carefully into them, and he actually felt like uh, some time actually slip away as he sort of zoned out to like their
2: rhythm. And awesome. somebody else got healed. I thought somebody got healed. They, they actually healed like a hit point or something like that.
0: Uh, yes, I, that was you, actually. Or whoever was staring into the crystals here to, that had to
2: happen. Yeah. I stared into the crystals, and I learned that it had a healing property. But I think someone actually, I was at full. I think somebody else actually got healed doing that. I don't remember who. Anyway, I don't, I don't think anybody was wounded. only we recorded these sessions for posterity. Yeah, so yeah, there's, there's no way like, to find out. It's, it's phasing past, purple and orange, not. and they're
0: six inches, and they're basically coming out from the sides of the walls. So just to be clear, these are crystals that are doing this. This is not like a mold or a uh, right. fungi of, of some sort, like some of the other stuff that you've seen. These are crystals. So anyways, um, you've got your really cool... You, you boarded up your little um, insect tunnel there on this side. Um, and as you approach the uh, the, the bloody red scarlet Pimperel room um, you don't hear anything coming from there everything seems to be pretty quiet
1: all right I say we just keep going
3: okay all right do we want to uh, we see that uh, passageway across the way do we want to go through that or we do we want to go up to the eye room and down
1: hmm do well, actually it might make more sense to just go through that passage in the red room and see and if then... it connects with the the Eye room, rather than backtracking. Okay. Right. So uh, you, you, when you enter the room
0: itself, once again it has the milk, the the milky crystals that are sort of dripping milk onto the uh, white sand on the ground, and you can hear that keening sound of the crystals to the south, right? And you remember when you went into that room to the south, that's where you met the scrabies and the perplexing moss, yeah. and th- and those that, that keening actually warned you in old woldish, right? Mm. It actually sent out like a a message to
1: you, yeah. but you but you can hear that keening off to the south. All right. Well, let's yeah. Let's go. Let's go in there.
3: The passage in the east, in the red room.
1: To the
0: east. Uh,
3: John, is it difficult to avoid the the milky stuff dripping down, or is it a, is it easy? No, to it's
1: see? easy. Yeah, it's like a slow drip. Yeah. Okay. So I, I would have like a, to
3: avoid it then.
1: Yeah, yeah. I have it here as a five foot wide. Exit. Is that right? Ah, uh, that's correct. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Who's first? I'll go first. All right. Um
3: right behind you. Yep.
0: Okay. So, sorry, I was just checking for some stuff here. Give me a second. Okay. So uh that us so you moved let's see. Yeah, I'm gonna give that a check. All right. So you move it. Th- you move about ten feet down that corridor. Okay. And it opens up into um a uh, a small chamber running oblong north to south. It's about um About uh, 20, this is, once again, it's like a natural, more of a natural chamber, uh, 20 feet north to south, about 10 feet east to west. And it has rough rock walls and floor that are carved out of the solid rock. Um, The ceiling itself is a uh, scintillating crystals. These are white and pale pink. Um, Seem to be carved from like a naturally occurring vein. Um, And in the southern end of the room centered exactly in the southern end of the room uh, there is another one of those statues that's standing upon one of
1: those black marble plinths right Ooh. now this center one into the, the room you said
0: yeah the south the southern end of the room directly in the center like that correct
1: yeah okay was the other statue in the skull
0: room There was two. There's the skull. You're calling them the skull in the eye room because of the nature of the statues
1: in them, right? And both both of those both of those statues were in
0: the western ends. Yes, correct. And there.
1: Okay. Yep. Okay. So what room is this?
0: So here, this statue on top of this large black plinth is a uh, a, an orange made out of orange stone with green striations running through it. So it's sort of uh, eye hurting. Um, There is it seems to be carved into the form of a mass of melted human limbs. Uh. Yeah. Once again, sort of like the eyeball statue um, shaped into like a rough sphere about five feet around. So it's just like a whole like big ball of like just wrapped limbs, but like melted together.
1: Human. Yeah. I thought the doppelganger skinning was gross. This is. Yeah. Now there
0: is a, um, there is a, uh, something engraved in the plinth, like the others. Um, but however, um, across from you, uh, about five feet down from the northern end um, leading eastwards, is a stairway that goes down.
3: Ooh. Now right. you
0: but you recognize really? the make of the archway that is framing this stairway. it is uh, uh, first of all, it's it's like a man-made arch. it's not a natural cavern opening like you've been through before. Um, and it is rimmed with green tiles, which is exactly. The kind of doorway that um, the doppelganger oh. of Marjoram Griver was investigating when you first met her. Mm-hmm. Um, ah. The um, the roof of the stairway that your lantern. Oh, I'm sorry. You would lit a torch, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: light a torch, Charlie.
3: Oh, yeah. We, we switched from the lantern to torches. Is that correct? Oh, once
0: yes. you're out of the rain. Yeah. Right, right. right. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so torch, moving off a turn. Okay. Um, yeah, so your torch shines down a little bit. You can see that the roof of the, uh, you know, of, of the stairway as it goes down um, is curved and it is uh, tiled with black tiles,
3: black stone tiles all the way down. Um, the And the, wait, uh, just to be, clarify, the black tile roof is in the room with the, the limb statue? No, it's, it's actually, it's
0: it's in the actual stairway going down. Like, like if you Gosh. enter the stairway, that, that, that chamber is covered with these.
3: Here, uh, what
0: it's all—it's all, yeah, it's all like in this white and pale pink crystals that are scintillating. Oh, that's
3: right. I'm yeah. sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Everything's very, very, very quiet here. There's a mustiness that's coming from down below. That's sort of wafting up gently, providing a breeze in the air. Um, but everything's the very. The red
2: room quiet. is natural, natural stone cavern, right? Uh, As is this. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: Everything's been natural except for the chamber where you met Marjoram Griber the doppelganger, room. Mm-hmm. what you're seeing right now, the stairway, and then also down further to the south, the doorway that led eastward where you were hearing um, the you heard the goblin die um, and the gibbering. Right. And where, and where you know Hecater went after you met with him.
2: Okay.
1: And is there an exit or anything out of the north end of this room, John? Uh, no, does not appear to be.
3: Okay. Interesting. Oh, that's on the east. I had that on the wrong.
2: So, Ted, that means that I I do want to go up to the I room yep. and find out what's up there before we go down a level. Yep. yep. Maybe do some oh. more investigation on the rainbow room. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll
1: there's mess that too. We got to read first. But yeah, a
3: good point. And we can we split up? What John? Was there anything on the northern wall in this chamber?
1: Doesn't yeah, appear to yeah, be.
0: All yeah. rough rock walls. Yeah. Can
2: I go that's search fun. that for secret doors, though? Sure, you can. Yep. I'm going to go try and search that. Do you do anything wall. specific or do you
0: just, uh, well, I'm I
2: want to sure. try and see if like, I'm going to first, you know, I'm going to observe the wall. Right. And mm-hmm. then I'm going to look for, if it's a natural wall, right. It's natural. It's a natural. Yeah. It's been carved or out of the rock, but yeah. Rough hewn. Mm-hmm. Natural or rough hewn. Uh, rough hewn,
0: I should say. Yeah. It looks like it has been carved by hands, but it's just very, very rough. It's not like, it's not, uh, uh, it's not like, uh, Walled, you know what I mean?
2: All right, I'm gonna look for some, some sort of indentation or a bulge on the wall that um looks like it might be have like some sort of hinge or a button or something like that. Sure,
0: come roll me a d6. All right,
2: imagine my choices are pretty
0: shitty, but whatever. You should have that on your yeah. character
2: sheet.
0: <laughs> yeah, does not appear to be okay. anything unnatural there.
3: Um, and uh, at the other end of the room, uh, circling the the creepy melted limb smear um, um what was uh, what was on the plinth you said there was something written there
0: there is do you do you
3: look at it and
0: I examine it?
1: it read it i
0: right. go going steam all right it says engraved it says the most elevated one
2: okay you guys have the notes for what the other one said
1: yeah let me look here um let's see Um... Uh... Let's see, the honored servant and the acquiescent. So I'm guessing this is a series of gods, perhaps, or aspects of a single god. We're in some kind of, you know, ancient temple plaza or complex of some kind. What don't, did, the, uh, don't forget what did the
2: room say that had the
1: scrabies in it? Uh, but, oh, what did it say room? when you entered? Scrabby room, I have. Um, walked in and it said bow mortal before the faceless lord
2: indeed the faceless lord does not sound like an honored servant nor does it sound like it is a uh the the skull statue
0: also that's the one that said the acquiescent there was written um over top of it it actually was written in some sort of scroll that says
2: do not touch right i'm assuming that touching any of these is a bad idea (laughs)
1: that's <laughs> right. The goblins I think had written do not touch.
2: And the skull one was some
1: carved skulls and some actual skulls, right? Uh actually a, a viewer
0: actually pointed out that I made a mistake about that. So might this be a good time. To <gasps> um thank you viewer.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh right. So it was I told you that it was actually um um actual skulls carved like stacked but it's not. It was actually um, all three of these statues that you've seen. The skulls, the eyes, and the limbs are all made out of stone. It's just been expertly carved to look like those particular things. Right. Um, okay. And so the skull statue. But here's the difference. Um, the skull statue is the one that has said do not touch on it. It's also where you met with um, Hecater. Um, and it was uh, carved to look like skulls. But there were actual, actual skulls that were loose around the base of it. So that's, that's an important, important distinction that I uh, can't remember who said that. But thank you for the for the pointer. I misread that
2: in the description. When okay. Hecater came, right, he was coming with a bunch of goblins from an area to the Skull Room, which is where we met him.
0: Right. He was coming. Say say that again. Let's see, we came into. We
2: first heard he- Hecater like having an argument with some goblins or whatever, and he was wasn't he coming up a stairwell or something? No, they
3: they were talking about guarding a stairwell. Correct. He wanted them to guard one for him. Yeah. It might be this one, or it might be one up up
1: farther. We were in the red grotto, and we could hear them next door arguing about the the gelatin urmoir. We enter, and it was a droon in a purple, sorry, scintillating crystal ceiling. There was a horrific hack we had written down in, in... a horrific stack of human skulls, eight foot high, on a black marble base, in the room there. So when we encountered him, he was arguing with goblins in the room labeled "Skull." Right. Now, he mentioned stairs. We don't know. I, yeah, I think really he, it's he, he,
0: he specifically there. called out that he wanted to hire those goblins to watch the stairs, so that if this yeah. rogue Prismist should show her face, that uh, he could they could guard against her interrupting his um, search for the. Right. he also suspects too that she she herself may have attained it
2: gotcha okay
0: okay i mean well, that's, I he, have... you know you're getting the feeling that like basically it's like well if there is if there is this so-called wizard down there like the, a wizard would be likely to want you know a, a a treasured book you know and so he's like if I find out she's got that book it's mine is basically basically what he was saying you know cool, cool, cool yeah gotcha.
3: um okay. there's one other thing I wanted to do like when you're checking out the thing or the, the, the statue on the plinth. Yeah. Can he look around specifically at that thing to see if any of these limbs seem detached at all? Like, I, I know that these are carved out of stone, but mm-hmm. do any of them look like they could be uh, moved, like, you know, placed in there instead of carved out of one piece? Are you just looking or are you feeling for...
1: As if oh, thing-
3: oh no! I just want to. I just want to look. Okay. I don't want to touch. It. <laughs> uh, right yeah. yeah. Looking, looking
0: carefully uh, up close. Uh, you don't see it. it. It all seems to be a one piece. Uh, if, it impresses you even further about the the uh, quality of the workmanship. Looks to be quite yeah. old, though. However, when you got your face pressed up pretty close to it, kind of taking a look, um, uh, you yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Looking at it you you actually glimpse your own face um among the the weird melted rock formations of the statue itself. Um some like deeply hidden within the stone itself, not like a reflection of light that's, you know, like a like a just a mirror, you know.
3: I don't like that at
0: yeah, all. Yeah, it's like it's almost like compound like compound pictures of you like all over the place like they warped um within like the differing limbs. Um they just sort of like like all these little pictures of like little portrait shots of you.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Unclean. Uh, Unclean. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he you're jumps back when sure. he
1: sees that. Yep. That does not That does not look like a good time. Mm. All right. I, I am really curious to see what happens if it gets touched, though. You know? It says, do not touch on that other one. Are they all deadly to touch? Are they deadly? Do they turn you into something? I, I know, know you're
4: There's one to way to find it. out for <laughs> sure. <laughs> There's the yeah,
3: hirelings. There is an easy way to find out, my dude. <laughs> Braggy doesn't like to look at yeah. him at all. But
0: ten, she's ten she's, she's ten just ten holding ten, the torch.
1: Work. No, no, I'm holding the torch. I mm, mm. could use the butt of my spear to touch it and see what happens. I'm going to say a
0: turn goes by when you're investigating the room. Yeah. You're going to poke right.
1: it? Let's go, gonna... no, let's go check the alcove out. What if we apply fire to it? Then we will waste another turn. Uh, there's I a mean, sudden...
2: Just try and sear it with the t- torch. There the is box. a
0: massive wave all of a sudden of uh, of extreme cold that wafts up the stairways. It like blows through you, like as if like the tundra itself was like suddenly placed down below at the base of the steps. Like a, you know, even smells like that, like and dissipates off, it's it chills your bones. As if bones. a
2: doorway to Phrygia had opened and mm. unleashed some frost elves in the incandescent grottos. Never, Never happened. happened. Nothing else yeah. seems to happen, but it was very
0: chilling. You might say. <laughs>
2: All right, guys, decision yeah. time. Do We run up to I room and check out the alcove, and yeah. then go up to Rainbow Room and have a yeah. cocktail, or what? <laughs> yeah. This is the would, Rainbow I, Room. It's the best. I want to.
3: I want to check out the alcove. Yeah. All right, let's, let's
2: check out the alcove.
1: Alcove, okay. okay. All so right. The yeah. alcove is also dressed stone, or is it still rough?
0: Uh, well, you have to get up there first.
1: Okay, fine. Right. We'll go through the skull room. Moving slowly, I assume. Yes. Yeah, sure. uh, yeah. All right.
0: All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, you you can actually get there without much incident, but it is unnerving
3: to go past the two
0: statues once again—the skull statue oh, and the eye statue. The we, eye.
3: When we get it. Yep. When we get to that eye room, are the statues the the little figures the same? Uh,
0: so it looks like uh, I can't remember which ones you took. Do you have a list of what you took?
1: Yeah. Just a second. We uh, all took our own, right? don't think Halifax did. I think everybody Let's else did. I think see. He left his. Um, Argus takes his own statue and leaves his gnome statue behind which would have appeared under my pillow this morning.
0: Oh yeah. You gotta remind me of that because I'm never gonna remember.
1: That's what I'm doing. <laughs>
0: um,
1: and then I don't actually, I didn't actually write down who took what else, but I think we all took our own. And I know, I remember Gwillem did. I don't
3: think I did because I wanted to be like the role uh, group. Right, Control. so there, there was a couple
0: of of goblin statues, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. There, those are still there if you left them there. There was also the three knights, yep, who were quite yep. obviously the knights that you met all the way back in the open, the in the. Uh, uh, I can't remember the name of the inn now, <laughs> uh, but back at uh, the end, no, our, fa- our favorite inn, yeah, yeah, yeah that one, yeah, Clash Dancers Clash Dantler. Um. Uh, there was one of. Of the drone,
3: right? Yeah, yeah, there was there was that there. Um, but let's see, there were, there were seven goblins, two, wimp, two women, right?
0: Yeah, uh, uh no, I don't. There, there's nothing new, there's nothing that new there. Okay,
3: okay, cool. Yep.
2: are any of them missing? Missing and ones? Are there, there, are they... no, okay. Are we back? Are we... Like, is the figurine that I took there now a, a duplicate, or is it just back, or is it?
0: No, you still have you have your own that you took, but there's not there's not an additional one there. Okay. Nothing was dup okay. Nothing was duplicated except for Marjoram Graver.
2: Okay. Interesting. Okay. Are you gonna go uh, stick your face really close to the statue, or how <laughs> <laughs> Uh
3: I think we already looked at this one pretty good. I want to go see what's in the alcove.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: okay. Yeah. So the so to the east. Um, uh, give me a sec. Sorry. Where's my map? Where's my map? I need my key. Um,
3: Yeah. we do that thing where we poke our heads around the corner, like stacked up? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: I think it was Argus who looked down there. Maybe it was Gwen. But yeah, so there is a five foot passageway that is made out of um, actual stone blocks this time, pockmarked. and it opens up into a north-south corridor you directly across the the five foot width of the corridor you saw that there was an alcove and then looking left and right you saw that the corridor itself as far as the length of your torch radius um was lined with those alcoves every five feet um they appear to be about two feet wide five feet tall there is a penetrating cold similar to what you felt coming wafting up from the stairs however this is more like just like the ambient temperature of this chamber of this corridor is Coming um uh, as you kind of stepped into that passageway um, there and not you did not, you never stepped in, but you saw from a distance that in um, the alcoves there appeared to be some sort of uh, pile of smashed and twisted debris of some sort, but you weren't able to actually
3: get a good beat on it so does okay. the the passageway continue to the east then
0: uh no it actually it, it com- becomes a t junction just like uh, uh Ted's map there it becomes a t junction okay. running north
3: and south. Oh, so these are tiny little alcoves. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Directly in front of that. you, though, like where the A is, where who wrote yeah. alcoves is like a little alcove, right? Okay. And then they dot like every five feet in the middle of each square is like a little alcove.
3: Right. Uh. Well. Yeah. I definitely like uh. Step in and kind of look to the north and look to the south to see. Yeah. Uh, okay. In your armor, a chill settles
0: in as you step fully into the chamber itself. Just like cold. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. And uh. Did you
1: say it, which is tit cold? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. It's a good, uh, an apt simile. That's what I thought. Um, however, without Alfric's torchlight,
3: uh, you can see little.
1: Pass it up, Alfric. Passing it up. Here we go. Torch. Have a torch.
3: Jake, I still got my shield out, but uh, I'll take the torch to look. Okay. All
0: right. So, uh, like I said, to the north and south, let me just check the map here to see if you're. Okay, so when you're standing in the midst of the corridor, kind of turning to the left and right, your torch will actually reach either end of this corridor. So uh, to your left, toward the north, it goes on for another 15 feet, where it seems to turn a corner to the east. And there are thus, because it's 15 feet, three more. Well, there's actually the, the alcove directly in front of you and then two more to the north. To your right... It goes on for about twenty feet before there is a blank stone wall at the other end of it, and there are four additional alcoves. So there should be a total of seven, Ted.
1: Yeah, hold on. We gotta fix a few things. Yeah, you're a little bit off, but not too bad. Do do do. Don't mind me. I'm. Uh, uh, It goes goes twenty feet, you said.
0: Twenty feet to the south, and fifteen feet to the north.
1: Ooh, what is going on?
2: (laughs) It's. This tool
1: is a little hard to get used to. No, it's fine. It's just, you
2: know, that's what she said. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Now, so we got you seven. See,
4: you can.
0: You can see that there is a, um, a door that is uh, on the uh, on the northern side to the west that is facing that turn right.
1: Right there. Uh, point to it. I put a little door sign. Is it this right here?
0: Yeah. Uh. Yeah, but um.
3: Yeah, oh, maybe maybe we're misaligned a little bit. Maybe the, the maybe yeah, that's that door. Didn't want to say it, but yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> you know, you yeah. know, that's all right. That's yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I, yeah. You're very close.
3: You're very. I'm still very impressed. Yeah, right. I, I think yeah. it's just like this. This hallway here was probably just one too long.
0: So um that. You can see, even though it's at the edge of your torchlight Halifax, that that door is made out of a solid dark wood with cast iron bands and it is uh, 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 bordered by a curved arch with green tiles, which is exactly the same description as what you saw in the
3: Rainbow Room that Marjorie
0: Griver was inspecting. It's nice, nice. Yeah. What about the, uh,
3: the ceiling? So, uh, uh, the ceiling of the one with the, the green arches with the stairwell was black going down. Mm-hmm. What's the ceiling look like over there?
0: Uh, the ceiling all the everywhere in this corridor is um dark is dark stone blocks both the walls and the ceilings and they're about 8 feet high but they're pockmarked right like it looks like they've been chipped away with age but but they are like um unlike like the rough hewn nature of the of the um statues of the statue chambers right this is like you know clean blocks you know okay
3: like man made uh, okay so, so before we get too far into this hallway with these little um uh these little alcoves mm-hmm. I wanna look at the walls opposite these alcoves to see if there's like any like you know if anything is shot or exploded out of these alcoves against the other wall.
1: Okay. Like are yeah. there
3: like, you know, silhouettes of right. ex right. adventurers right.
1: burned into the wall? Right. Half right. of a South American archaeologist impaled right. on something.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh uh no the, the the walls actually appear to be smooth. But it, but yeah um, the um,
1: we, hasn't I, been impaled yet.
0: Right. Uh, you don't see any holes, though. You don't see anything that's obviously a trap. Um, however, uh, looking, you know, without investigating too closely into the alcoves, you do see as you sort of are looking... Um, and once again, you're not moving into the, ch- into the corridor. You're not actually moving down. You're just looking at what your torchlight is actually uh, showing. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, you do see that the alcoves all seem to contain some, smart, some sort of pile of smash debris.
1: I wonder if they're similar to, like analogs for these other statues, you know, smaller versions of this is the seven gods of this evil pantheon or something. Uh, they right the the travel to get here and
0: the investigation has, uh,
1: took a turn. Okay. All right. Well, um that that torchlight reaches up and down this whole hallway, so it does, I'd like yeah. to squeeze in and I want to start looking at these ones to the south. Uh you want to use your your uh, spear poke technique to I'm going to poke around, yeah. Okay. I'm worried
3: about, like, pressure plates and this okay. seems like a good place for that.
1: Yeah, I'll tap my way along as I head south, and mm-hmm. then I'll start with the southernmost one, investigate it, and move move up back north.
0: Okay, so you're all the way back down. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. So, uh, we'll cut to the chase here. In each one of the alcoves, looking carefully um, and kind of prodding at them, you see that each one contain, contain, contains a pile of what appears to be a mix of smashed bones and smashed wood. Um... They actually seem to be, like, like... What you can gather from the smashed wood is that it might be some sort of frame of some sort. Not really sure, but it doesn't look to be, like, furniture a, so much. A box? Uh,
2: yeah, can we take the pieces out and see if we can kind of jigsaw puzzle them?
0: Uh, yeah, you, can, you can't You can put it together exactly, but but actually taking it out... If you're, you're picking it up, you're touching it, all good?
1: Yeah, I think I will.
0: Okay, you pull it out, and, um, yeah, it does appear to be that... The, um, each one contained like a small like uh, wooden picture frame, like a paint a frame for a painting.
3: And do the bones appear to be human or humanoid or animal bones?
0: That's very difficult to tell. It, yeah, it, no, it, not not animal, not like small I mean, animal, like much more like a humanoid bone fragments.
1: Like we um, could tell if it was a chicken. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like they're, they're thicker, thicker tight. bones,
0: thicker bones. Yeah, um, and uh, but each one is also uh, the the alcove walls itself and some of the debris is spattered with a uh, dark brown residue. Ooh, like dry. You know what I mean? Like, like it's like almost like paint. Might be.
2: So there was like a frame, and they would paint somebody's head or. Um, something and put it in the frame as like a decoration. That seems like something that you would find in an evil temple, right? Sure, man. So if I scrape everything out and kind of, you know, scoop it up and lay it
1: on the floor to look at it Mm -hmm. and I, okay. It's a frame with some bones. We'll never know what it was a picture of, or maybe, you know, a a holy symbol or something. Okay. Yeah. Back to the alcove. It's now empty. Anything going on in there besides the spattered residue?
0: Doesn't appear to be. No. It looks
1: in there looking for,
0: yeah. It looks and like do, each, do, it, like the the contents of each alcove was met with like extreme violence, right? Like yeah. Like uh, someone didn't like what was in there or some or you know or or the contents themselves like arose. And, you know who knows, right? Right. Okay. Your mind paints and so many pictures.
3: Are, and are they all uh the same? we're looking to see they do if there appear, are any yeah. of them that are different. Though. Yep. None
0: of, none of them appear to be in, I mean, it, you know, obviously the debris is in different shapes and forms and stuff like that, but it all seems to be generally the same kind of content. Huh. Yeah in each one of the seven alcoves. Um, now, if you go all the way to the north there, however, um, it, assuming you're checking out all yep. the alcoves, yeah?
1: Yep, go up north.
0: Yep, now you
1: do see mm-hmm. that up
0: north there, first of all, you you make a note that the door seems to be very similar to the one that you saw in the Rainbow Room, and yep. it does check out to be aligned. Um, however, more exciting is that directly as you turn to the east, where it makes around that bend, is another stairway down. Oh-ho-ho. Uh, okay, it we're is we're also we're framed here. by a curved arch with green tiles, and uh, uh, Halifax, so you can confirm that once again, it has that curved roof with black tiles on the stairway itself. So right in that little five-foot square there, um, you can see it's basically fronted on east and west by these arches with green tiles, right? But one is framing a door to the west,
2: mm-hmm. and one is framing a stairway to the east that goes down.
1: Okay, okay.
2: What are those hash marks in the in the north Uh, wall of the rainbow room that was a set of
1: doors i'm gonna put them back okay uh in this uh in in a different color now since i've had to oops Uh, (laughs) i'm still set to eraser Oh, yeah. you crafty yeah. little! <laughs> yeah. So while our uh, cartographer,
3: our yeah. wonderful cartographer is uh, yeah, you're doing an excellent yeah. job. If it becomes you're... if it becomes
0: too tedious, Ted, th- that's fine. Like you know, we just thought it would be cool for people to actually see. No, you I, gapping, I, but it's, but,
3: it's uh, very helpful. Yeah. I mean, it's matching up what I'm doing it's yeah. really cool. Yeah, but if you want to go back to your your, your uh, pencil one, Ted, I don't
0: want I don't I've want you know, I don't want I'm you to get great. all
1: like frustrated with it. With I'm everything. not frustrated, John. Okay.
3: Are the um are the tiles the same I mean you mentioned that they're green do they have any writing on them or anything or does it look no right yeah
0: yeah they just it just they just stand out because of the quality of the of the tile itself right like glazed like glazed tile you know what I mean like some artistry
2: was put into this so so now the big question is is right now two out of three two out of four egresses from like this level are yeah. we still, this is going down
1: True. We still, oh yeah we don't know about the stairs low. in the lower one. That's right. Okay. Yeah.
2: So do we investigate those or do we file the down? Stay on this level for now. Yeah, you know the rainbow room. It. The rainbow room had a
0: huge double doors that had like yeah. those the three pupiled eyes, right? Yeah. On yeah. either door. I smell treasure. Uh, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, of course then of the course
0: there's where Hecator where went. Uh, and I mean you know
3: you know, you see the map, you you know where your, yeah, your options yeah, yeah, yeah. are. Now. I, I yeah, I I like checking out before we go down let's check out the double doors okay. just to see what's up there
1: yep okay Concur. So Can we open that door that goes that we think goes into the rainbow room can we open it from this side would you like to try yeah uh, i
2: think want sucker for
1: traps my dude
2: yeah i take many steps back i go back to around the
1: <laughs> it's not trapped the doppelganger was there, and trying to open it and it didn't go off in her face uh do we know that though or was she just hanging out there no, she, I remember when we saw her, she was actively probing it.
2: Yeah, probing. She's looking for traps. And she didn't find any. Perfect. All right, I go around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I,
3: I personally, I'm willing to, to walk the extra 20 feet. Go around rather than like risk. 60 feet, man. Come on. Oh, man. Oh. Artis, you, you
0: you tell, just you and me, Ted. Are you opening that door, baby? <laughs> yeah, I'm opening that door. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, uh, I'm it, with
3: the cowardly wizard. It, <laughs>
0: uh, it opens uh outward, like towards you, um, mm. pff, uh, 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 pretty seamlessly, actually, and pretty noiselessly, as if it's been uh, well maintained. Um, and nice. indeed, uh, you are blasted uh, with the, um, the scent of the mold that covers the walls here, um, and also the sight of that mold, which is rainbow-colored. Um, nice. And uh, yeah, you find your, yourself in the uh, uh, that uh, large uh, carved, uh, not carved, it's actually like a, a, a man-made wall, uh, chamber. With the dark stone blocks, the 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 stone makeup of this room, by the way, is exactly the same as that that was in the quarter that you just were in. However, the temperature becomes much more normal um, as you enter into this room. It, uh, I'm sure he
3: will be pleased to see our uh, our light coming around the corner as we took the torch.
0: <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's right. I forgot you guys weren't with him.
1: You guys ditched me. You just went all the way around. <laughs> Bastards. All right.
0: Uh, but the All but right. but it is actually ambiently lit Argus. So as you enter without the torch, um, uh, you know, it does have that soft moonlike uh, appearance because of the puffballs. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And they're right. uh, the first double doors that you've seen, um, in the in the uh, dungeon are here, um, to the north on the northern side. So they are made out of gray sandstone, and each dark each door is carved with a two foot wide three-pupiled eye so it's like a set of eyes because the doors are closed yeah. right um and but each one has three like a the
1: doors have uh handles a lock latches i mean how are they
0: the um hinge? they appear to look they appear to have like so there's like the two eyes and then like sort of forming like you could kind of see it as maybe like a nose right is our, our right. two big heavy metal um latches like big handles they're
1: whole out yeah like big, yeah all right now i think we ought to have a look for some traps that sounds like a lovely idea so give us
3: quick for looking at
1: traps i'm uh (laughs) i'm uh let's see get the old dice roller out here i'm gonna i'm right up to the door there i'm gonna look oh so close i don't know what i found probably nothing i'm sorry I, i gotta get the dice thing up here what'd you get i rolled five john looking for traps on the door yeah. Yep. Yeah, I rolled a five, so I'm Seems quite normal. certain are two no traps. Yeah. Seems normal. Totally what legit. The totally fine. Are
2: the handles in the middle of the door? Are they the what? The center yeah, of the door I... panel? The handles.
0: The handles are at a normal a normal spot,
3: like like human height. Hey, uh, paranoid as I am, uh, if it looks like these doors pull, uh, why don't we use my grappling hook and some rope and pull them open from kind of off to the side? Instead, Instead of, of
2: like wonderful. hello, yeah, that's a wonderful idea. I love that idea. But before that happens, I want to like I, regardless of um Argus's you know search, I want to look at the eyes in there. The three the three pupiled eyes. Mm-hmm. Are there any indentations or holes at the center of the pupil?
0: Uh, they have actually. When you look at them, they do appear to be um, uh, carved rudimentary, like almost like in like a, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like in an artistic fashion, but not expert, right? It's sort of like a, like a medieval sculpture, right? Like not quite as right uh, refined it's not
2: as realistic. Or, yeah,
0: not really realistic. But however, what it does kind of ping in your mind is that um, the eyes themselves are sort of the way in which they're um, rendered are is very similar to the way that the eye statue was rendered. Um, okay. that, that the eyes there, remember, they also were sort of carved in a fashion to sort of indicate the presence of a pupil. Um, uh, this is sort of the same thing.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. But, like, I guess, my question, eyes? Being if, my, I guess my question being is, is, is there a hole enough in the center of those pupils to hide some sort of dart or arrow or ah. needle or anything like that? Yeah,
0: gotcha. You. You're looking for something uh, nefarious. Um doesn't appear
3: to be. Okay. Um, yeah. And the... Yeah just to recap uh the the uh inscription around the eye statue that's that's in the next room down mm-hmm. was the honored servant is that the honor, honored servant yes that's that... the honored servant. that's correct yeah okay mm-hmm.
2: and then i'm sorry i'm not done yet um is there a gap between the two door panels wide enough to see through
0: not to see through no but there obviously it's two doors so there is a seam but it's very very tight and what about on the bottom is the seam tight on the bottom same thing yeah there, you can you, you can you get There's a slight opening, like you. I mean, obviously, it has to kind of move against the ground, but um, uh, but you can see like the stone floor here. Um, doesn't have like the indications of any like uh, of a mark, like a like an arc, of, right? Of a stone right. beam, you know what I mean? So there is enough of a gap that it looks like it should. You be able to open it that it actually moves smoothly over. Oh,
3: I I have an idea. I I take the torch just and hold it down along the bottom edge of the door just to see if there's wind. Uh, like yeah. One way or the other? Yeah. There's a
0: little bit. There's a little bit of. Uh, hold on. Let me check the room description beyond. Uh uh-huh. Checking so, in for wind. That's a good question. Um. will not break it. Uh, I take it back wholly. There is absolutely no movement of your torchlight. Uh-huh.
2: Okay.
0: Right. Even though there is like a small gap underneath there, like a couple, like a centimeter maybe. Right.
2: Okay. okay. Uh, I'm gonna take a piece of paper.
0: Um. A turn goes by. Sorry.
2: Yep. Go ahead. I'm going to take a piece of paper from my, um, my writing utensils and parchment papers. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to kind of just take a piece of paper and see if I can slide it underneath the door, underneath that gap, you can, um, and how far back it can go before it meets resistance. Uh, no resistance. Okay. And I'm going to do that in the middle of the door too. Um,
0: that one you can kind of slide it in a little bit but then it
2: it meets resistance almost immediately like
0: it's like a really super tight seam on the vertical
3: when it comes back is there a message on it
1: (laughs) nope all right
2: let's uh let's try uh halifax's idea with the grappling hook and the rope and get around the corner and open that bad boy up
0: all right so you're opening the right door or the left door
2: well and let me ask you this. Is there any kind of a handle? Like I know you said there's a handle, but is there a button on the handle to unlatch? It? No,
0: it's just like big heavy iron, like, you know, grasping
2: things. Yeah. It, it
3: looks it looks like we could hook it on and then go kind of in the hallway through the open door and
1: do it over there. Yeah, yeah. so let's grab the, the door that's to the eastern, the eastern door. Yeah. Okay. And then we go through the room that I the door that I just came through we hide through there all right so Damn. you're gonna you're gonna be in the elk the alcove chamber the alcove corridor right yeah. alcove. over by
3: the stairs okay but halifax
0: yeah. is the one pulling the door open
2: wait wait, wait, uh, wait. Yeah, so... are we going there or are we going back around the I room one because then we're pulling straight
1: yeah if you pull straight it won't pull that far open to actually uh, open it you need to be off to the side i want to okay.
3: pull it this way so it'll swing yeah
1: yeah gotcha okay Cool. And then all the flame that comes out will shoot right into the eye room where we are not <laughs> got it
0: smart yeah. all right okay. so Halifax you're like you put the hook in there and like and you pull uh, it, you have to use quite a bit of strength um, like you're you, you 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 guys see Halifax uh, oh I thought you were on to be safe in the room but that's fine whatever it uh, Halifax is strong enough by himself he strains you can see the muscles in his arms but he um he manages to and pulls it open um, it makes a sound of, of uh, uh of a stone scraping against stone as it clears the other door right but once it clears the other door it's like and it opens up and of course because of the angle that you're at you can't see what's beyond the door but it opens up silently
1: and nothing shoots out
0: nothing shoots out um however Halifax and I would probably say it's only you um the uh the air that wasps into the room following the opening of the door there is um it's a mixture of Staleness um and um of uh, of putrescence. There's like a little bit of a putrid air coming right. that kind of comes in. Yeah. Um All right, so just,
2: before we go into that room, I want to go back to this hallway down by like the eye room and I wanna want get a straight shot looking into the doorway.
1: Okay. Oh nice. Yeah, 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 So loop around. So you're like thirty feet from the opening.
3: Right.
0: Over here, Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, like that.
3: Uh, sorry, sure. pointing out,
0: I wasn't looking at the map. So it. Do your thing.
3: Uh, so he wants to go down here and peek around and look up. So look through the door. Gotcha.
0: Okay. All right. He'll oh, I oh, see tor- you. Yeah, moving around. Nice. Use, using over, the over. loops in the dungeon. I love it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so you kind of bolt around the corner there, come out, the temperature returns to the normal, um, and you get a bead all the way down um, into what lies beyond. And surprisingly mm-hmm. enough, what you see beyond the door... Um, Let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Well, oh, well, right there, Alfric. unfortunately, your your light is going to end right at the entrance. Um, oh,
2: okay. do,
1: the do Rainbow Room thing, gives
0: do off.
2: anything sure. shambling out of the entrance. Bro.
1: No, no, no,
0: no, no. no. There doesn't appear to be anything dangerous coming out of the entrance, but you can now also kind of smell that putrescence on the air.
1: But, mm. but doesn't, yeah, yeah. doesn't the Rainbow Room also have its own illumination? Wouldn't that go through the door some? Uh,
0: yeah, that's true. I guess, yeah. Uh, enough that you could be able to see this. Um, it, in the darkness beyond, uh, that is only okay. dimly lit by those moonlit puffballs, you see that right. um, there is uh, only five feet beyond the doorway is another double doors.
2: Bastards. That is, <laughs> <laughs> that is cruel. Uh,
3: okay. Yeah. That's where the, that, okay, yeah, all right, Sure.
1: <laughs> fine.
3: Not what Gosh, you wanted to hear. Fine,
2: fine stupid dungeon. Turn okay. <laughs> talking to whoever designed this. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, isn't it from Get Smart? I think that's uh, the hallway full of doors. All right. Dude, it's see. doors all the way down. That's doors just the rest of, of it. Yeah, exactly. Every five feet, double
0: doors. <laughs> what do you do?
3: <laughs> all right. All right. I'm going to go
2: around. Tony is trapped. Up, up
1: into the room, and before like, we open the second door, can we take a quick break, John? Yes, it's break time. Okay, that's a good idea. Break time. Break time. We'll you see you guys. Even know we were gone.
0: Yes, we'll see you in a couple minutes. And we're back. Uh, okay, uh, uh, Matt was just reminding me that I completely forgot to ask Alfred uh, what his uh, spells were for the day
2: when we started. So, what are your spells for the day? Our word, kill and fly. <laughs> okay,
0: I'm going to nix both of those right off the bat. Uh, try All right,
2: then I guess I'll go with my sleep spell and my light spell. Yeah, that's not not too bad for an alternative.
0: Sleeping light, got it. All right. Uh, so yeah, we are in the. Um...
2: Hey Mike, yeah.
1: How, how many second level spells do you have memorized? Hey, oh. yeah, you should bring some of those because I hear those are really good. You keep yeah, leaving yeah. them off your uh, your list. There, what's up, man? I know it's crazy. We need to just refocus. What
0: it is basically, it's not the incandescent grottos. The module is the search for the grim, the, the gelatinous
2: grimoire. Oh. That's <laughs> that's the
0: real the real goal here. Um, all right. So uh, well, speaking of which, I'll... Elf.
2: Which will have all first-level spells, third-level spells, <laughs> seventh-level spells.
0: <laughs> I'm just going by what the thing tells me. I mean, you know, we'll yeah, see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it even a thing? Is it maybe it's just a red herring? <gasps> um. Ooh. So you, uh, yeah. So, Alfred, you were standing in the back of the eye chamber looking down there, and as I said, uh, the, 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 the extent of your torchlight and the moonlight puff balls hanging in the rainbow room illuminate what appears to be a second double door directly in front of the one that you just opened. Um, you can I see, even the, though you're not looking too carefully, even though you're looking far away, that that double door as well appears to have, um, uh, uh some sort of eye motif on them. But it's difficult; there's not enough illumination to actually uh, make out the details.
2: All right. I use a salty expletive and say, "Come on out, guys! It's another door." <laughs> <laughs> I want to go my, my up.
1: I wanted to just sort of look in the gap here and see if there's like corridors to the side, or whether it's just a short little, you know, tunnel like you're entering M's office. It does.
0: It just seems like a, uh, yeah, uh, ten feet high floor. Yeah, dark stone blocks, but it's completely contained. Uh, the um, okay. uh, yeah.
1: So maybe we I'll should... just move the grapple around onto the next set of doorknobs and go back. Wait, but before you
3: go in there, let's like toss something in or something to see. Like that seems like a good like little kill box.
0: Uh, well, Ar- I mean, I should say Argus did step in. So, oh, okay. yeah, he's actually, he, he is he is okay. So,
3: yeah. oh, okay. I'm going yeah. to hook the grapple yeah. on.
2: But can, uh, if can, something can, bad was
0: that, there, then something bad would have happened to him. <laughs>
2: yeah. Before you start yanking on shit, can we basically duplicate our investigations from the last door on this door, searching the pupils, searching for like darts, Okay, or so- traps? Argus, you I can want to Im- get my nose. Uh, one other thing, I want to get my nose right up to the crack. If it was putrescent between these two doors, what's it going to smell like on the far side of that door? Mm-hmm. And I want and I want to listen. If I hear like groans and shambling monsters, then maybe we just yeah. go. Else. All right. else. We'll okay, so, those
0: all right. So uh, first of all, uh, Argus, the very first thing that Argus notices is the first one in there is that these double doors do have the eye motif, but the eyes themselves are each closed. So you uh, you know like they're carved in a in a fashion that they're that they represent mm-hmm. as close so there's no pupils at all, That's but they are they are in exactly the same spot as the ones in the door behind you. Um, the doors are the same size. They are made out of gray sandstone. Yes, there is a a, a, a slight smell of putridness in in the air. It's not like overwhelming, right? Um, but uh, when Alfred gets down really close to like the seam in the door, um, uh, yeah, you can still smell it beyond. So it doesn't seem to be originating from this this small little chamber, right? Um, mm-hmm. And also, Alfred, when you press your ear to it, um, you can hear uh, what is, like, and very, very faint, very, very faint um, to, like, beyond the door into the west, you can hear what seems to be, like, rushing water. But, I mean, it is, like, super faint. Just, like, whoo- Okay. What's what's the ceiling like in here? Uh, Ten feet tall. Uh, start, dark stone blocks exactly the same as the um, alcove corridor and the rainbow rune, uh, if you should scrape the mold off of it.
3: Uh, all right. Shall we pull, shall we pull this open? Yeah, yeah,
0: gonna... yeah. Let's begin. You're going to do it. You were, So with if you're... You do want, you want to do the grappling hook method, or do you want to just use your hands? Because the grappling hook, like because of you can't really step to the side, it would only open it like a little bit, right? Because you would have to pull it directly backwards.
1: Hey, uh, Mike, when you guys were down in that underwater grotto space, where you think there might have been a snake or a serpent or something, did you smell anything down there?
2: Not that I recall.
0: I don't recall either. Actually, um, it, uh, if there was a smell, it was different than this smell.
1: Put it that way. Because depending on how you map it, it would not be crazy to think that whatever's on the other side of this door is more or less directly above
2: where we think that snake grotto would have been. Maybe. Except that we probably haven't hit the depth. um, No, but
1: you know that there was um, there was a pool in the center and steaming a prismatic smoke in there. I have uh, just a note written, voice above suggesting maybe there was a way out. You know, maybe yeah, there was, was a like, voice that was like whimpering
0: in pain. Uh, so
1: that... I'm just throwing that out
2: yeah, there. To be, be to be to be honest with you, some of our impressions of that voice whimpering in pain could have been one of the nights that was like captured. Oh. So oh. maybe gonna... this is.
0: I'm gonna say a turn goes by.
3: Let's let's do it. Again.
0: Yeah, let's we'll,
2: we'll we'll trigger whatever trap is going off just by opening the doors. Hopefully, a little bit. Yeah, let's let's hook
3: okay. it. We'll do the rope thing. Pull it as far as we can.
1: I'm just thinking there could be a big old snake or something on the other side. So that's, that's all I'm getting at here. Um, but we'll find out. Oh,
2: John okay. and John Bragan and I are going to kind of stay in that one corner in the eye room, looking straight down mm-hmm. while Alex. Well, like, Try yank okay,
0: you're having a little bit of connection issues
3: there, Mike, but I, I get the, the general idea. Um, yeah, if, if Bregan could have, like, you
1: know, arrows ready too, that would be great. Okay, yeah. cool. All right, so, so Halifax Bregan should and Mike... Bregan and Mike are in the I room taking cover. Yep. And Halifax and Argus are in the alcove corridor pulling on the rope. You don't, you don't have a, a grappling hook too, do you? I no, the only one.
3: I don't. Um... Do you want to tie tie another rope? That way, we could pull both doors.
0: So it's a little okay. So if you're attaching the grappling hook to the far door and then coming all the way back out into the alcove chamber, um, yeah. because you're kind of it's that means the rope is sort of
3: straight and then yeah.
0: yeah, kind of coming to the side, then also hooking around the already open door. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be like a weird, uh, you know, uh, where it's the leverage to open
1: completely is what you're saying. It, exactly yeah, yeah it's
0: going to open a crack. And that yeah, that's there. all i want to do yeah.
3: i want to be able to like we'll get a better sense of what's in there mm-hmm. yeah okay that's fine what so you do
2: up. what if we drive height into the floor and no. have the goal that give you a angle, bring it a wide oh i okay. i
3: get
1: you I, I mean you broke up a little bit but yeah like
2: Use i'm it
3: breaking a... up that's
1: yeah. I don't know, like, yeah, but we're losing you. Um, you could drop out and drop back you in. have if you want. the iron spikes, but you're talking about using it as like a fulcrum, kind of not a fulcrum, but a um,
3: yeah, a pivot,
0: like, like
1: a the spike, so that's not dragging on the door and actually do something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have spikes in a hammer? <laughs> do, doing that
0: extra thing will cost it like an extra turn to get that all set up. That's the only. Although it's still, the, only
3: the angle, the angle's still going to be the same. We're still not going to be able to. I don't
2: know yeah. if that's true.
4: I mean,
1: because it's yeah, it to make a ninety degree, life. no matter where we go. Yeah, it won't really work. We don't. We're not going to do that. All we have to do is open it up some. Yeah.
0: Okay. So we'll just jump to the chase. Okay. So you do it a little bit, yeah. and it does. It does open up like a crack. Um, uh, Bregan and Elfric, you can see uh, all the way through that it. Um, well, now. Now I'm gonna to have to say I'm gonna to have to be mean and say like there's actually it's complete darkness because there's no way that anything is illuminated. But nothing leaps through. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just darkness beyond. I can't really describe anything more to you because right. you guys but are all far or, away from
3: it. Yeah, and nothing kind of explodes. Or nothing anything.
0: explodes. No monsters come out. No. Uh, all
3: right, I'll tell you what. Up there, uh,
0: uh, I should say like when the door opens, the sound of rushing water from the west heightens noticeably but it still okay. seems to be relatively soft. Like,
3: we, Do we get any hints of the whimpering guy's voice? That... No, no, no. no. Okay.
1: Does the preacher's air get worse?
0: Does the what? The, air? the uh, air, yeah, air? Yeah, yeah, it gets a little bit stronger, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Once again, That's not little, overwhelming, I'll, but yeah. I'll take the torch. I'll go up to the door again. All right. And if I, if I see anything dangerous, I will just run and scream and run the other direction. Okay, so you shooting at it.
0: your torch <laughs> You you swing it
1: to the west
0: and the east. You can see that directly in front of you that it appears to be um uh tent. There's a a, directly in front of you is a wall ten feet away from you.
1: Okay. So like
0: so. Correct. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um. It goes off off into the darkness to the west and the east, running as far as your light can take you. So at least thirty feet, but along that wall is actually a series of murals um okay there are 14 of them all along the north wall they're eight feet high and they are carved into the dark stone blocks themselves once again this entire quarter is made out of the same dark stone blocks as the previous uh, rooms that you've been in but here the walls are 15 feet high much higher um and these murals are carved around are around eight feet high now to the west directly right at the edge uh let's see um when you step out into the corridor, 5, 10, 15, 20, 20, 20, yeah, exactly 25 feet away. You can see that the corridor to, p- to the west, yep, 25 feet away from where you're standing. Uh, uh, and I'm saying that you're moving in through the western door, like the western of the two doors, mm-hmm. um, the left door, basically. Uh, 25 okay. feet away from there, um, the corridor breaks off into a chasm and your light ends right there so you can't really see how wide the chasm is and you can hear that there's
1: a wide corridor all the way down yeah all the way down
0: 25 feet down then it breaks off jaggedly yep and there's a chasm there but that's right where your light ends okay great um and that's where you hear the rushing water coming from all right um from uh the east is where you can smell that putrescence coming from but you can't see anything down and the corridor just seems to go down and down and down
3: oh down and is it angling down no i mean like it just
0: goes past as into the darkness yeah
3: yeah it does not descend so it goes farther than the light okay
1: cool cool Mm -hmm. all right uh what are these murals of john yeah let's take Uh, a look yeah the the
0: murals as you step into the corridor Argus proper your your boots actually make an echo it's so large this area Uh um and is
2: there any dust on the floor uh real
0: quick no there is no dust on the floor. Um, so tr- there is actually like a little bit of humidity in the air as well. Sure. Um, but it does. It is debris on the floor, but there's no like. It it looks like it's you know it hasn't collected dust over the years. Um, right. Uh, the murals so they show a series um, starting at the westernmost, um, showing a naked man on the westernmost, and then it's sort of like you know that famous um, evolution of man sort of thing from like an ape to a To an upright man, yeah. So the first one shows like a typical normal naked man, like a you know fully, you know evolved man, um, naked. But then as it progresses through the fourteen different murals, that same man slowly changes into an increasingly ooze-like, formless blob. So the one that's most easternmost, it's like he becomes like an actual just like a quivering mound of like ooze, like jelly and uh, carved in, uh, you know, in this sort of an abstract fashion. But you can tell, like, the, the hand of the artist that carved it was exalting in this change, right? It's like, this is the lesser form of man, and it has climaxed in this this ultimate form on the eastern side. Well, and are fair. there
1: instructions on how to do this? Because <laughs> 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 I want a piece of that.
0: <laughs> yes! Yes! The um, so ooze
3: seem to have a, a higher constitution. <laughs> I mean, can't yep. break any bones. Not gonna
1: catch any cold. Yeah.
0: So as you're kind of taking in the horror of sort of like what you're kind of seeing these murals, um, you hear a deep belch like croak come from the western end where that chasm is, where the rushing water is, and you hear it echoed almost to me like a burr, and then like a burr and you hear scratching stone. Awesome. And as you whip around your torch oh, and you Lord. and you look down uh, down the western side, uh, you see huge warty claw-like hands actually scrape the top of the lip of uh, of the chasm, and then um, followed by massive bulk of warty green skin, each with like sprouting like these kind of purple nodules, and then these uh, huge eyes, these luminescent eyes that are sitting on top of this warty head, multiple of them crawl over the top of the chasm crawl <laughs> over the top of the chasm and um they open up their huge frog like mouths and you see that they are dripping with uh like sharp uh, uh teeth and talons massive mutant carnivorous frogs crawl out of the chasm and they're like Brar! like their shiny teeth dripping with you um and they look like they well, are really the freaking hungry <laughs>
2: Run away! Thanks everybody for watching tonight. We're gonna to head off the bed now. Okay.
4: So
0: they are thirty feet, thirty feet away. Uh, they do not look like they. There's no reaction roll necessary. They're super hungry, and they see you, and they smell you. Run away! Uh, run away! Yeah, run away! First thing, spells. Alfred, run away! You want to cast a spell?
2: Uh, I'm gonna cast a spell
1: on. I, nope, didn't quite he hear that, up. Mike.
2: Sleep, mm. sleep.
1: <laughs> right sleep, sleep. Away.
0: We away? away well you have we're to uh, like, you, well you we have to see if you're able to right so you declare first and then we do and then we're going to roll initiative and see what happens uh, Wait, so, so
2: now i gotta ask and i'm just confused about this if i declare a sleep spell i can't move anymore right
0: yeah the only thing you can do is cast a spell
2: uh, we should know away. <laughs> like, There's no payoff here. But, There's no payoff for this whole little encounter. You, you sure
1: about that? Sorry.
2: I mean, dead frogs are no, their own reward,
1: it. obviously, but...
0: Uh, f- frog, frogs that, e- that are hungry for humans and stuff? Never know.
2: <laughs> Anyways, how uh, many frogs ro- are we talking about here? There are five of them. I need to know how many frogs are we- There are five, five? of them. there.
0: Yeah, hold on. There, are, there are five of them. They crawl over the lip. They're each about two feet long. So when I say giant, it's a relative, right? I mean they're oh they're,
2: giant uh,
3: four frogs.
0: Yeah, giant four frogs. Yeah. <laughs>
3: oh, are But their but their mouth. Ma- the
0: their mouths are filled with with vicious looking teeth, um, and they they look like they're highly aggressive um, and highly voracious. Um and uh and they are like they're basically going to leap. Uh they're they're basically crawling out of the chasm. They set themselves and it looks like they're gonna basically leap towards you and attempt to devour you all. Um so with that in mind, uh Elfric, would you like to cast a spell? You don't have to tell me what you're going to do because we have to need to roll initiative, and then, then you can guys decide what you're going to do based upon that roll. but I need to know if you plan to cast a spell first.
2: Fuck, oh, guys. I mean I thought he was talking about rhinoceros frog. So, I, I did too. <laughs> right? that, I was also pretty scared. They're they
0: thirty feet. Of them. Mean, well, there's there's still yeah. I mean two feet yeah. frogs and there's five of them. That's like you know, and they're mutant. They're yeah. like they got like weird nodules growing on them and shit.
3: I had I was seeing frogs the size of a truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so okay, my my
2: yeah. I'm gonna suspend. Come on, guys. We're in this for the adventure. Come on, you big Marys. Let's just do this. Come on. Okay, What's okay, okay. the He's worst ca- that can happen? Of the character.
0: Okay, you're casting Sleep. Um, I am going to... Uh, well, you guys are both going
1: gonna... to... Okay,
0: I got a four. Mike, yeah.
1: you're, Mike you're breaking up. I, are you actually casting the spell? He is. I'm
2: casting the spell.
1: He is. Okay. Yeah. I got a four. Uh, Mike, why don't okay. you roll? What am I rolling? For? D6. D6. That's our initiative. Oh, nice. There
0: you go. Good job, Shield Guardian. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah. Okay, so you guys went an issue. So this is the way it works. I'm basically going to tell you my intentions. I'm going to telegraph it so you guys can react appropriately since you won. And it's pretty obvious. I've already told you. All five of them are going to leap upon you and attempt to eat you alive. Okay. So there's that. What do you guys do? Now, what the way that this is gonna work with my kind of new way of doing it is that you don't have to break it up into the phases. We resolve it in the phases, but what you're doing generally is you're going to tell me like what you hope to accomplish for the round. So you can just be like Argus or something like, I, I move up and stab it with my spear sort of thing. That's, you know, that's basically what I'm talking about. So what do you guys want to do?
3: Um, well, I- I'm sleep. Yep. I will, uh, if there are any that don't fall asleep, I will uh, slash those with my sword
0: okay so you're gonna are you going to defend or are you going to leap forward into the fray I'm going to go forward into the fray okay.
1: as a knight should very well excellent and uh Ted so uh, I would like to ask whether um, you would consider a leaping frog to be the equivalent of a charge and whether I could brace my spear you certainly that. could you certainly could I will brace my spear prepare to impale as many frogs as will fit on that spear <laughs> Excellent. (laughs) And I would like to request that uh, Bregan shoots a frog with an arrow. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. She
0: is more than happy to do that. She's fumbling for the bow. Um, Okay, so uh, excellent. So she's going to fire, and uh, so uh, she's going to go. So basically, what this way works is you guys want initiative. So um, uh, the uh, Bregan's arrow is going to go off first. Let's roll an attack roll for Bregan.
1: Why don't I take care of that? So let's see. We'll roll a d twenty. Eleven. I don't know. I don't think Bregan has any particular modifiers. Oh, I'll, than... I'll tell you. I'll tell you
0: the AC. Um, AC is twelve for the frogs.
1: So um, Bregan has a dex of twelve. I don't think that gives you a modifier to missile attacks, does it? Uh, it's not marked on your character sheet. No, it should. It, the character sheet should be accurate. So. Okay. So I guess that's a miss. That's a miss, yeah.
0: Unfor- well, how? No, wait. How far away is she? If she's right, no, she's she actually has she's in short range for the bow, which means she gets a plus one to attack, which means it's a hit.
1: In which case, oh, it's a hit. Yeah,
0: Marvelous. Yeah. So she just pulled it out because of the short range.
1: Okay. So let's roll the old uh, d8 for damage. Mm-hmm. Oh, well done, oh, you warrior.
2: Don't forget to clear. Hunter don't, hunter don't forget. Hunter uh, hunter you?
1: Uh,
0: Ted, just don't forget to clear the old roll because you can see it added to the the first one, but that's oh, fine. I get it. Right.
1: I see the dice yeah. on my screen. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but you
0: you got eight, right? Yeah. All right. So, um, Alfred quickly, like, immediately starts to begin ca- casting a spell. But Bregan whips out her arrow, lightning quick, and without even thinking about it, looses it. And as one is like leaping towards you guys, she impales it straight up through the gullet, just like the cave troll in uh, in uh, Lord of the Rings, right? The yeah. Nice. And it nice. Uh, and it basically uh, slams into the ground as it like right at the height of its arc and poof and dead. Blah! Um uh actually I need to check something real
1: quick in the book here.
0: Where is the um sorry?
1: The amusing frog death chart. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> uh, real quick, I'm so sorry. Uh it's the uh the color of the pustules on the frog, right? When you shine
1: Okay, got it. They go okay. off like fireworks little sparklers everywhere
2: got ah, it bee bee.
0: okay yeah so uh yeah she she drops ones immediately then elfric's spell goes off
2: okay uh, all right i get to roll 2d8 to determine how many hit dice i impact mm-hmm. let's do it
1: roll them bones 10 I about... hit dice
0: 10 nice. 10 hit dice whoa Whoa. All right. Let me just take a quick look at the gander of the spell here. Tars leads perfected first. Let's swipe zip. Bloop. Uh, bloop. Uh, yep. As is usual with old school essential spells, they are freaking nasty. All right. So um, as they're hopping forward, um, one is immediately dropped by Bregan's arrow. And then um, Alfric basically is like, shh. And they all... <laughs> They all stumble forward as they're leaping, as they're leaping forward. And they're just like, all of them, all of them, yeah. Dropped the ball. Yes.
2: Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well.
0: Unfortunately, Mike is uh
1: did not get any of that. Mike
0: handled the encounter well, uh, but uh, the tech level is <laughs> to, to be desired.
1: <laughs> yes, <Yeah, laughs> sleep exactly. It's interfering with his technology. You
0: know, it's. But he's looking very proud of himself. We know that. Yeah, know awesome. that. He's at least doing that. Yeah, well done. Uh Bregan, like I'll like, like look, stares back, like wide eyed at Alfric, like whoa,
1: <laughs> okay, yeah.
2: I'll uh, <laughs> I'll pat him all on right. the back and i Can you hear me at all?
0: We can hear you breaking up, but yeah, we can hear you. All right, so everything's everything's quiet now. Right. You can still smell the snitch.
1: I pat Alfric on the back. Good job, and I run S-S-S- up and I start stabbing frogs. Yeah, same same here with uh, with uh, extreme prejudice. All right, I mean, cool. Like no no
0: no moral dilemma here apparently. <laughs>
1: right. uh, frog, frog legs are
3: back on the menu, boys. That's yeah. on the menu,
1: boys.
0: All right, uh you now have 5
3: dead frogs in front of you.
1: That's the correct number. Yep. How did you know?
0: Yeah, the the sound of the water is pretty strong uh near here. They didn't get too far, so you're you're basically right near the right near the chasm edge, right if you're stabbing right, frogs. Well,
3: yeah. so that's we're here to
1: check out
3: the chasm. Yeah, let's look over see if there are any more of them on their way up.
0: Okay, so with uh, I, I should say um, I know it was very quick, but uh, combat always takes a turn. So, with that, um, as, so as you are, we'll say like after Argus has finished stabbing the spears, um, uh, who was was it? Elfric who was ended up with? Well, it couldn't have been Elfric.
3: So the torch, I had the torch last. Hey, you had the you had the torch, I, but you could have just dropped it, right? yeah i should have rolled to see
0: if it went out accidentally but it doesn't really matter because this is actually the expiration of the torch so that torch goes out as you finish stabbing the bodies can we just light
3: it off of it yeah i just want to make sure whose inventory was that torch from is it mine or that uh you know what i shall say mine okay okay so then i need you to mark off
0: another torch
1: because you're because you're starting another one i'll start the next one i'll mark it off of mine okay
0: okay great um and so you, you you quickly light another torch and as you do so and you're stabbing the body you can look over the chasm um uh down there and yeah uh let's go to the uh, map here it looks like you um uh, let, me, let me see if I can actually see if you can see all the way down there I'm sorry give me a sec
4: Mm
1: -hmm. I thought those frogs were going to be much more horrible. I thought it was going to be huge frogs. Well,
0: they didn't get to attack, so you don't know how horrible they might have been, but that's why you have spells like that. That's true. Um, Good job, Mike. I will say that as you poke your torch over the edge there... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. One moment. I do not want to say too much, so I'm looking to see how much I can give away. Okay. Like when you
1: give away the width of the chasm.
0: Oh yeah. 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 I'm just, yeah. Uh, so the chasm itself is 10 feet wide. Um, but let me, before I describe what's on the other side, I want to show you like you're, you're looking down the chasm, right? To see what you can see. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. this is interesting. You can, there, your torchlight barely reaches the mm-hmm. surface of the water, but you can actually see down there. So it seems to be about 30 feet down, right? Um, what it illuminates is a long, okay so it illuminates like a rushing river okay mm-hmm. um that is moving uh basically in a north uh, north moving from the south to the north so it's rushing moving northwards and along the western bank down there uh, but, but you know once again at the very edge of your torchlight you see uh uh, uh who's who went down below alfric and gwillem right yep yeah so alfric uh, when you're kind of looking over Argus's shoulder, you see something that you recognize. A strand of sandy beach with tiny white crustals that are encrusted in the walls and the ceiling. I was right. A long strand, about uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, about 35, 40 feet along the western edge of that, that river.
2: Wasn't that, that was where we stopped, right? So yeah, I go back, yeah. that We crawled of the river and found that as a... Uh, the cavern off of there
1: right correct yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah a little bit more to the north i think it was the north end of that strand
3: correct and and no more uh creepy crawly frogs coming up the sides right
1: no well you guys are lucky you didn't get killed in the water man with frogs down there with you guys we were now
2: hey. ac- a- a- across uh, the... can i just do a complete restart should i do a restart am i that bad it's... uh no you're
0: okay you're okay um
2: yeah we'll get along
0: yeah because we're, we're we're getting close to the end here but um uh, all right so across the chasm uh,
1: ah, 10, ten yeah. feet wide once again yeah uh, and john is it really running pretty straight north and south or is it kind of at an angle the chasm it's
0: pretty much running yeah. straight and south yeah so the chasm um uh yeah yeah
1: pretty much yeah and uh, can i see to the north and the south like does the chasm just cut through the floor here or does it all extend off to the side?
0: It actually does extend to the North and the South. Yeah. Um, okay. but there doesn't appear to be any way to like, um, to there, there there's no ledges or anything like that. Right. right. Off, off, Can I off, see
1: off, how far it goes? Yeah. Like often, like way off in
0: the darkness, like, you know, um, now on the other side, uh, the 10 the foot wide corridor continues on past the edge of your torchlight. Um, and uh, the same exact sort of formation. Um, but there are a series of carved murals that are on both sides of the quarter this time, on the north and the south. They go beyond your site. Um, and yeah, that's basically it. You can't really make out what they what they're describing.
1: Okay. Hmm.
3: Interesting.
1: Uh, so, yeah. at this point, looking at the map, I think we could reasonably infer that this corridor would eventually connect up with the other corridor that l- out of the original grotto room. Which uh, makes me wonder... I think we saw some goblins or something in that corridor, we thought. This might which be... one are you talking about? Okay, so I'm going to put an X. That is going to connect up, I think with that somewhere
0: uh ted i misspoke yeah there's some, uh the
1: yeah. the yeah the
0: chasm itself um i'm just uh, i interpreted the map incorrectly so um up on yeah. this level it it uh it does not continue to the north and south yeah i'm sorry about that yeah it's a, there's a rift uh there but um um it opens up into the large chamber below and that's what i was misinterpreting as oh so it's like it's
3: like the floor fell out yes, yes yes
0: yes Exactly. It's my okay, so, so the
3: walls are still solid kind of up here? Yes.
2: So uh, okay. Of okay. Mm-hmm. That stuff dropped out. Not, it's my bad. Okay. That's actually good though because we could drive Pitons into the wall and create like a, a ladder way across yeah, if we wanted
1: to. to. Yeah. True. Yes, okay, you could so. do that. Mm-hmm. I personally like the idea of we went across because I think there's action to be had over there that
3: there's some, that some have, stuff yeah. over here also when we first came down here didn't we hear like footsteps or something That's what I'm saying
1: I think yeah, there's I over there that we could go
2: we could go fight fighting is not the point
3: all right fighter I mean I, I before' like getting back to the whole point of why we're here um I, I'm assuming these are like you said they were like mutant Frogs, mm-hmm. like they're not, you know, wearing big sacks of gold on their belts or anything like that, right? They, it's worth checking.
0: They aren't, but it looks like they were hungry for human flesh.
1: Maybe they've eaten things. Uh, can uh-huh, we split uh-huh. their gullets and look in little their little, gizzards? Little split open might. Uh,
0: It'll take a turn to search the body, the energy. of the.
3: You cool with that?
1: Yeah, split I'm, them.
3: Very cool. Okay, give me one moment, please. No, in fact, I think we should. Uh, you know, I was joking about frog legs before, but I think we should keep them. We could use them as like bait, or, or
2: dude, they're mutants that got like, nodules and shit. I want you
3: know, not for us to eat, but like if we need to like you know, eat a monster or something, we have got some bait.
1: Right. I, I would be in favor of just kicking them into the river. Yeah. I'm gonna keep a leg.
0: Uh. Okay. Ew. So. Yep, yeah, uh, sorry, let me get back to the thing. here. Uh
3: um, Kermit leg, I'm keeping them. I'm going to keep two. Gross. All right. So
0: you uh yeah, you dig <laughs> through the gullets uh, and the stomachs of, the, of these uh things and it takes a little while. Um uh in unfortunately in most of them you don't, but in one you do find something in one of their stomachs. Mhm. Um and hey, in hey. that is a partially digested human hand. Oh, that's
3: gross. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. I, Part- okay, I, I Partially digested. It's okay. the first thing I'm going to say. Now, um, and on that ring. hand is a platinum ring.
1: Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. That ring belonged to one of our knights that we were missing. Uh, you know what?
0: Um, you guys can all make an intelligence check. So roll your intelligence. Try to hit it or under.
1: Okay.
0: Let's see if you have the presence of mind to actually have taken note of the right. fingers Ooh, of the knights.
1: I rolled
2: an 18. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> Don't worry. I rolled a 6,
1: which is well under my intelligence. Nice.
3: And I rolled uh, a 13, which is my intelligence.
0: Nice. Uh, okay, so, uh, uh, Argus and Halifax, you both vaguely recall that the Lady Beth Milda did have a, a beautiful ring on her left hand. Uh, no. uh, similar Similar no, to I this one. Find. Um, this platinum ring is worth 200 gold okay
1: let's put that on the old treasure thing here now um
3: uh yeah okay yeah and these are here. like okay so these are kind of also remains of a of an honored person so yeah as you were it's, as it's...
2: she might be wandering around with a stump somewhere just don't 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 be hasty. No, I'm just gonna wrap
3: it. I'm just gonna wrap mm-hmm. it up. Take it with us, so we can. If it's all that's left, we can at least bury that. It's not a
0: good sign, though, right? Um, so no, it's, it's not. As, as you are, as you are taking, which you assume to be Lady Beth Milda's left hand, or taking the ring off of it, anyways. Um, are, are, but I didn't, I didn't catch that. Are you taking the hand or just the ring? Uh,
3: uh, he would take the hand, like, like I said. If it's the only thing left of her, he would want to be able to bury it. Perfectly. Okay. Yeah, that's nasty, but yeah,
0: okay. Oh, no, come on. (laughs) No, I get it, but it's just, once again, nasty. Um, uh, As you're doing this, um, you hear across the chasm, you hear a large, um, a a loud, echoing, uh, high-pitched squeak as of, like, a rodent dying messily. Across
1: on the other side of the chasm? Yeah,
0: across, but beyond your torchlight, yeah. Uh-huh. like a, like a, like shrieking in pain thing, and anger and then dying suddenly
2: one thing we don't want to try and do is cross the chasm if the hostile party on the other side would be bad can you say that again Mike so the one thing we don't want to do is try to cross that chasm while there's a hostile party on the other side
1: like in the process of crossing could we, we could be attacked you mean right Right. Well that's that's makes sense, yeah. Um let's go
2: the other way.
3: Uh John, uh in the in the like up above does there look like there's any uh protrusions, any edges, any lips, any hard rocks that we look like we could um you know with the uh grappling hook that we have. and we does it look like there's a place to anchor it so that we can Luke Skywalker swing?
0: Uh, normally, I'd be generous and say there is, but unfortunately, this is actually like carved stone blocks, right? Like it's actually okay. like a very really, rarely man-made, so there is no, there's no like stalactites or anything like that that you could loop it around, unfortunately. Okay. You, you know. So yeah, that 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 line probably is not going to work for you.
1: How tall were the doors that we went through? Yeah, but they're sandstone. I mean, uh, they're yeah, going to they-
0: wait. Time. They're quite large. Uh, I can get the exact. here. However, there was a
1: wooden door in the Rainbow Room. We could knock off its hinges, but probably not a ten-foot-long door. Um, yeah, they're very, very heavy.
0: Um, but uh, obviously, they're made out of sandstone. They appear to be normal, normal door height, though. Like, what is that? Uh, eight, uh, eight feet. feet eight feet? feet. Yeah. 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 But yeah. the but the corridor here is really high. It's fifteen feet high. This is actually the highest ceiling to corridor you've uh, been in in
1: the dungeon. What we need is like a 12-foot plank. Or better what? still, like a portable bridge.
3: I happen to have a portable bridge. Aha! Uh-huh. How many... Oh, wait, that, that? That's a misprint. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> different,
1: different game. Um, uh, yeah, Mike's probably right. I think this might be dangerous to cross and we could get in big trouble. I mean, we've got... We do have...
3: Um, uh, an archer to cover us. That's true. Um, we, you know, if we, John, looking at it, like how many uh, pitons would it or pitons? I don't know how to pronounce it. Would it take to, to pound into the wall to get over safely? Like, could we do it with three? it's or like,
0: I'd say one, two, two, like one one per each square, right? If you're and if you're looping rope through it. That's fine okay but it's it's 10 feet right like i mean picture 10 yeah. you can picture 10 feet in your mind like that's it's even feasible for a, uh, an athletic person to jump
1: yeah i'm worried right, the play,
0: <laughs> right. Uh, yeah true i'm just saying it's not it's not like a vast you know uh, huge thing that's like going to take traversal you know what i mean but but yeah, yeah. um but what uh, is about
1: a 30 foot drop down
0: uh approximately yeah mm-hmm
1: We'd end up in the water and in big trouble really fast, but we wouldn't immediately die. You wouldn't die. You would, yeah. If, if you fell, you'd be, you'd be right in the water.
0: That's a, that's a definite...
1: In big trouble. But you'd be in
0: big uh, trouble because you'd be washed away, like, pretty much immediately.
3: I mean, yeah. I also think we, with, uh, you know, like, ropes and tying ourselves, we could anchor before we go across this just in case we slip and fall.
1: Do you actually have hammers in a pythons? Uh, I have. Let me check.
3: I have a small oh. hammer. Okay. I have a small hammer. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do I have pythons, though? Okay. No iron I do not have pitons.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that's off the table then. Let's go. Uh, Let's as, go. As, on. as
0: you rummage you through your pack, you can hear from the where you heard the sound before. You hear a rhythmic squelching, like a.
1: That's chewing. I'm oh, not yeah. going over there. <laughs> Yeah, let's so just go the other way. Yeah, Mike's right. I'm sorry, Alfred is right. Let's uh, <laughs> let's follow the corridor to the east. Towards the putrescent smell. Yes, big. So. And... <laughs> That's gonna be good. <laughs> that, that'll be great. <laughs> 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 All right, give me a second.
3: As We're we, running away from a cat, right? so you years. know, like, there's, a, there's a little kitty cat over there. You caught a mouse, and we are running away, uh, scared. <laughs> Run away.
0: Uh, uh, Okay, so this is a... I have to actually count squares here because it's quite long um, as you're observing this uh, transformation into the ultimate ooze form of the murals as you go by. Don't forget that on the other side of the chasm there was also a sequence of murals as well, both in the north and south sides, but you're you're yeah. not able to make it out. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's a thing to explore should you wish to make the risk.
1: Um, so, um, if John, you're... Yes? Can you start counting from the center of the cent- double doors? The center of the double doors, sure. Uh, well... Um, so that we, I know how to. Oh,
0: these... t- Ted, this is, I should have corrected you before. So, uh, the, the double doors actually, uh, span the width of a five foot square. So they don't actually take up 10 feet.
3: Oh,
1: oh okay. yeah. I well, didn't, well, I
0: didn't catch that whenever you were.
1: It doesn't matter too much for the purposes of this map, though, right? Uh, you'll be off by a square.
0: You see them, like you would, like the, like the, um, Let's see, I'll show you the rainbow room. The doors, the doors for the rainbow room are actually right here. Okay. Okay. I can uh, okay. fix okay. someone. Yeah. So yeah, when you're standing. So if you're standing here, right? On the other side of the door. I'm going to count from there. Okay. One, two, three, four, five.
1: Okay. So two.
0: Okay, so the quarter goes down uh, to the east, uh, or I should say, just continues on to the east for about another 40 feet from where you're standing. Eight squares.
1: Okay, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. Okay. Um, and then it opens up into
0: uh, uh, another long, dark stone walled, ceilinged, floored chamber that runs north to south this time there is only a five foot section of that that is um to directly to your left to the north before it runs the length all the way down to the south this chamber is 15 feet from east to west and the entire chamber length is uh, uh 40 feet north to south does that make sense ted you are doing it correctly so far yes um, um so once again, 15 feet high. All right, there are. Yeah. Yep, you got it. Okay. Nicely, nicely done. At the far end of the room, okay, um, and you can see this as you sort of enter in um, at the at the edge of your torchlight. There is. Um, oh, and I should say, a turn goes by just from traveling carefully down that yep. corridor. Wait one moment. Okay. Um, there, uh, uh, there is a set of massive double doors that span that center square, like right at the end. There, of the the quarter, okay. They are, uh, uh, are, now these are magnificent doors. They are 12 feet tall, right? The entire chamber is 15 feet high, right? So these are huge, like towering above you thing. And they are made out of glittering obsidian. They have huge, one inch thick, one foot across brass ring handles on either side, like big rings on it. And there is a um, uh, massive inscription above these gates themselves that you, at the edge, so you're going to have to get a little bit bit closer to actually read it. Um, uh, There, on either side of the double doors in the corners, standing on top of plinths 10 feet tall, are two huge, tall skeletons with swords, like like where they're grasping the hilt with the sword point, point pointed down at their feet. They're standing on top of plinths, right? So they, they the skeletons themselves are 10 feet tall and they are on top of plinths, so therefore they basically take up the entire height of the corridor, fronting these massive black doors. Um, now,
1: when you say uh, skeletons, you mean carvings of skeletons?
0: T- difficult to say. It's at the edge of your torchlight. There. The, the, the torchlight is f- flickering amidst, amidst the shadows of their bones. Now, however, more immediate, directly to your left, in that small little alcove directly to the west there, Oh yeah. there are three other statues, six feet tall along the north wall. Um, they uh, uh, are statues of what appear to be oozes, of varying shapes and forms,
1: highly evolved. Now,
0: and, with the, and what you feel immediately is that there is penetrating cold. That same cold that you felt from the alcove chambers, wafting mm-hmm. off these statues. Like, like, like you could feel it coming directly from there, right? Not no, not in a wind, but you could just feel like the, you know, the cold emanating from these statues. Um. Uh. Yeah. And you can smell that stench. Is coming from the south.
3: Um, when we when we start looking in this chamber, does the background music change and sound a lot more sinister?
0: Yeah. It, de- it definitely sounds more sinister. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I should say, like the the um, when you entered into the chamber itself, this this ten foot wide entrance was actually an archway here, and that archway was rimmed with red tiles, not green tiles. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Um, right. now uh let me make sure I'm getting everything here so you know what you're looking at um lying near the uh the double doors there is a form a humanoid form face down Uh-oh. with the head sort of pointed
1: towards you
0: like the head like the head to- out of
1: the back or anything
0: uh there does appear to be an arrow in their back yes
1: <laughs>
3: so does it uh with their head so their head is to the north right yes yeah mm-hmm. so like somebody shot an arrow from the from the mm-hmm. maybe from those double doors behind correct it.
2: yeah does can we they see turned to run
1: yeah that's what it looks like or they were coming through those doors and got shot in the back got shot in the back by someone on the other side, but uh, Mm it feels trappy. Yeah. Yeah, does it, does, uh, uh,
3: can we see, I mean, Halifax would want to see if they were wearing the armor of the knights that we were uh, looking for.
0: Uh, Difficult to tell. They are definitely wearing armor, but it's like a, it's, you know, it's like flickering at the end of your torchlight. You can just tell, like, there's a body there
1: wearing armor. All
0: right.
1: So at this point, we're sort of just... Go ahead, Mike.
2: Say, try grappling with that and dragging it towards us.
1: Grappling the body? Oh, with the grappling it. hook. Right. That's so here's the problem ask. We're just standing in the entrance to the room, right? We haven't entered the room. Uh, uh mm, no. I wh- whoever's
0: in the lead with the torch needs to be like basically first five feet into the room to actually get the full
3: panop- okay. panoply. I'll do it. I'll there. do it because I because I want to see if that's if that's the guy. I want to see if they are alive. Uh, Halifax will call out. What are, are you alive there? Are you okay?
1: Silence. I'm gonna take that as a no. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, uh, right behind you, Halifax. Um, let's go. Let's go rescue a knight. Okay, well, as you move, do move forward, the grapple. Thing, the. uh do You want to do, do, do the grapple thing, man? Uh,
3: yeah, look at, look at, when we step that far, like, into the center of the room, does anything change? Like, he, he's nervous about those things behind him, no. feeling that, to that cold is radiating behind. Mm-hmm. He's going to look around to see if there's any, like, change or movement of those three things once he's gotten into the room. Doesn't happens. seem
0: to be any change, but you can uh, get, make out a little bit more details. You sort of get a good look at them. The, the Westernmost one. Um, is made out of a pink rock. Seems to be dripping ooze. The center one is made out of green rock and seems to be mounded ooze. And the eastern one is made out of blue rock and appears to be tentacled ooze. All all carved out of the rock, right? Like just to be clear, this is not actual ooze, um, but uh, carved in a manner where it's unmistakable. the The forms themselves seem to be. Um, uh, a sculpted three-dimensional form of sort of like the final form of what you saw on the murals. Right. Like, it's like a very much like a, you know,
1: car- and are, are these carved in a similar style to the, like the, you know, artistic style of the way that the eyes and the limbs and everything yeah. was mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm. and guys, okay.
1: All right. And there's no carvings on the plinths or inscriptions on these.
0: Uh, no, these are actually, um, uh, not on plinths, they're just sort of free standing on the ground. They're about six feet tall, so about as tall as you guys are.
3: Uh, any movement... Uh, okay, so he looks around behind him with this, but they're radiating that cold, right? Radiating the cold, yeah. Um, uh, he'll look around uh, again because he's like the well, head on a swivel, right? Yeah. He looks um, back towards those skeletons now he's fully in the room. Mm-hmm. Wait, I guess, wait, who has the... Does he have the torch? Who has the torch? Let's decide oh you have it okay um so yeah he would look to see um uh check out those skeletons are they starting to move are their heads moving around
0: no i mean your eyes are playing you're very very worried so like your eyes are playing tricks uh-huh. on you as like the shadow light basically plays over their their bones it, it makes it seem like they're moving but they are not they are standing stock still massive like you're, you have to tilt your head back up to kind of look at them you're just you
3: know saw all right, uh, so yeah, I think it's time to do the grappling hook corpse trick. Right, throw the grappling hook on the far side of the corpse and mm-hmm. see if we can. Uh...
0: Yeah, not a problem at all. So um, you drag the body; it scrapes lo- like painfully loud. You're like, like Shh, as you pull like
1: the metal, the metal armed, uh, armored body towards you. Um, and if you hook him in the right spot, if he's not a corpse now, he will be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I gave him every chance. Yeah. I asked yeah. him.
3: If- yeah,
0: so you you pull right, the right? you pull the corpse towards you, um, and you see that uh, that there definitely an arrow that killed them. However, the what you notice immediately is that um, the left arm does not end in a hand. It has been brutally hacked off um, and appears to have bled out. In fact, as you, uh, well, there is a pool of blood, a small pool of blood left over from where the corpse was, but it appears to have been here long enough that dragging the corpse has not caused like blood to kind of like, you know what I mean? Like to continue to be dragged, but it's very obvious. Um, And then you put two and two together and you see that the, um, uh, the, the helm has been taken off, or, or removed, or something like that, and the hair itself is long, um, dark, um, and it confirms uh. that this that looked to be the the Lady Beth Milda. Um, That's
2: one of the knights, nice, right?
0: Yep. The leader, yeah, the leader the, of the three, the one that was talking to Mosselmeyer Druge whenever you were when you first uh, uh, visited him. Um, she is appears to be wearing a uh, very you know nicely made chainmail that now has a big hole in it. Um, there. Uh, in her right hand, uh, actually, I'd, I'd probably say it would be left back towards the doors, is a sword. Um, uh, that, But she was sort of like, it had fallen out of her hand when she collapsed on the ground here, right? But then you drag the body, so the sword sort of left behind. Um, there is, uh, uh, on her back, uh, I should say, no, uh, back, back where the sword is, is also a polished bronze shield that um, uh, is laying face up, and you can see that it has the um, the there's like a quartered heraldry like with checkers. And then like one of them has like a, uni- a goat head. And that is like the, um, the, uh, the symbol of house, Brackenwold, um, Brackenwald, right? The Duke. Yep. The heraldry of, um, and then she is also carrying a backpack. Um, and she has a, uh, a lovely necklace around her, uh, neck.
1: All right. Most importantly, does she have torches or oil in that backpack?
0: Uh, in the backpack she has uh there are uh, well <laughs> funnily enough and i'm not lying there are 10 iron spikes in the backpack um oh. uh, a, a coil of rope 50 feet um that appears to be it in the pack she also has a belt pouch where there is um uh it, obviously you you know i don't know what you want to do as far as looting the body is uh, but as someone uh, you, you knew but there's a belt pouch me that me has me. A belt pouch with 20 gold in it and okay. the silver necklace, you do remember her wearing um, before. It was She never wore it, like, ostentatiously. It was sort of, like, tucked underneath her breastplate. But um, mm-hmm. uh, there's a silver necklace with a single pearl in it. Um, and uh, it looks like it's worth, uh, like, it looks, like, really nice, like, the pearl. So it looks like it's probably worth 150 gold uh, just for the necklaces alone.
1: All right. Um, Let me know no. if you don it or something like that or whatever um I think uh I don't know how you guys feel about attempting to return the body to Brackenwald or something like that but um I kind of That's feel like not it, I
3: mean yes I mean his goal would definitely be to like take, take care of her but after this not like not leave to go do it oh no 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 What I yeah, yeah. Yeah, later 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 yeah, yeah 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 it's like and
2: i'm also going to point out that in medieval times man people didn't backpack with bodies on their horses and stuff they usually buried them where they found them and then brought like a token back right like i mean what i was
1: going to advocate is we we bury uh her up top yeah yeah yeah
3: right. i
2: i'd be down for that i mean i
3: okay. i don't think the shield by. yeah uh yeah, i i I think we should take the, the shield and the necklace not to like loot it, but you would want with the intent to bring these like special okay. things back sure. as Mark the them tokens. Down. Of the, like, yeah. the
0: necklace is unencumbering. The shield will um, be uh, one slot on whoever ends up taking it. But I will say that you cannot be a shield and, and let, like um, If you're holding a shield if you're bearing a shield, you can put the other shield on your back but otherwise if you're already holding a shield on the back you can't carry another one back there.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, here's what I'm thinking. Um, I'll take this shield and leave my perfectly common one here. Okay. And uh, um, can possibly retrieve it later. And if I don't, it's fine. I've got a fancy shield okay. that we can return. And I'll get another one later. You can also see, um, too, that to the body forward. itself has,
0: has started to decompose. It's been down
1: here for quite a while. It,
0: it does match yeah. up with the smell that you were smelling down here. Um, although it does uh, still seem to be... Like it's coming off of her. It's not smelling great, but um, it also sure. seems to be um, uh, a little bit stronger in general here. Like there might be something more that's giving off
1: that that scent. Okay. Uh, the don't note- get this no. Yeah, I want the sword. I don't actually have a sword. Yeah. Uh. Uh-huh. uh so I'm thinking I will. I mean, we pulled a body, nothing popped off, nothing burst into flames. I'm going to walk in and we we'll get the sword. Okay, cool.
0: So, it is actually, like, a, a quite nicely made sword. It's looked like it was issued to her, um, you know, presented to her when she <laughs> became a knight of House Brackenwald. So, yeah. um, it, um, the, uh, the wrappings of the hilt itself are like the colors of Brackenwald, which I think are purple and black, I believe. I, I'll, we'll say that for now until I look it up. Um, but it is a hand-and-a-half sword, Ted. Um, it is a bastard sword. Uh, so, uh, with our new armor and weapons list um this is um uh it, it can be versatile right so like you can you can you can actually well i should double check but we'll figure it out later Yeah, actually. i could but, use it
1: with a shield or i could use it two-handed uh without a shield yeah yeah
0: yeah so uh it's right. a nice big sword um now uh we, we're, we basically reached the end here so i just want to know in general do you plan to remove the body all the way back up or do you plan to venture on
2: Hmm. I feel like we could take the body out you know but for uh, you get to if you want you know today on all stuff um figure out what we got i also have a scroll to tuck magic it's just that's my last scroll so you know like if we want to do that my feeling is is that she, the necklace at least is probably magical i'm betting
0: now Mike, do you you are aware that you do you have detect magic in your spellbook as well? Mhm. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure you're aware that you could copy that spell in your spellbook, yeah. All right.
2: Yeah, uh, no, I have a scroll. Remember John, I made scrolls last time we were in town. Right, right, yeah. yeah. I think um, um, Go ahead, Halifax.
3: I was just going to say like I think Halifax would, you know, uh, with the intention of bringing it back, put the the necklace on kind of like as a like a little tribute to her with her.
0: Okay.
2: You're going to take all the magic items again.
0: <laughs> when when you when you don the necklace, when you don the necklace, you feel um a bit more uh safe, mm-hmm. let's, let's say. You feel a little bit more protected mm. against the strangeness out there in the world. Um it looks like this uh necklace, uh, well, specifically the pearl within the necklace itself uh, will uh, grant you a plus 1 bonus to saves against
1: magic. Typical percenter, man, taking all the loot.
2: <laughs> yeah, seriously. Hey, you got a nice shield out of it. Oh yeah. You, you, have, you I, have the only two magic items in the party. Just point. literally point.
3: do. Point. <laughs> okay, point. To take. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh so yeah, what's the plan? A uh, body being taken or pressing
2: on. Yeah, I think I think we should take the body up and bury it and then personally back. Yeah. yeah, personally. But but that's also, you know, gives us a chance to get Guillem and all the rest of that, assuming that Davy's around next next time. But okay, yeah, no, it cool. makes sense. That sounds good. And all right. we have to kind if of go on
1: this whole thing again. Yeah, you know, all if, right. If we're doing that, I'll keep my shield, and we can use her shield to to carry her body. Okay,
0: yeah, easier to drag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it.
1: we can just sort of use like a litter, you know, with your shield or on it, right? Well, she's on it. Yeah, so it's probably like a
0: like a kite shield anyway. So yeah, <laughs> so we
1: carry her back up the stairs on her shield, and then you know. Okay, so we're and
0: obviously that's a long journey back, so we're gonna have to start from this point next time. But uh, but noted, I'll make sure that that's we'll remind ourselves that that's the plan is. Uh, But yeah, excellent dungeon adventuring, guys. Um, You did awesome. Uh, So uh, yeah, we'll we'll pick it up here next time. So everyone, don't forget to uh, please like and subscribe as normal. Uh, We appreciate all the support and thank you for listening and/or watching. Um, And uh, we will see you guys. All next time
2: congratulations to our viewer in south korea for getting the book yeah, right. yes congrats yeah <laughs> congratulations
0: on that yep uh that's uh, i'm very jealous i wish i could have kept it myself but i'm an honorable, honorable did man <laughs> did, did, did you enter
3: yeah you had, you had to you had to enter ah, i forgot to write down giveaway darn it
0: <laughs> all right guys have a great week we'll see you guys next time right. thank you okay. guys bye bye, bye.